WRSU Sports presents Rutgers Basketball Dancing in the Dark, the story of the 2019-2020 basketball season, the NCAA season that never was. Tiaboa, right corner three, rainbow, bingo! Oh, we can taste it here at the Rutgers Athletic Center. Baker does strip it away, now to McConnell. McConnell, he slams it home! Pass for Baker, deep three-pointer, oh my God, Gio Baker! Are you kidding me? Ron Harper Jr. fires it over to Yaboa. Yaboa, quick trigger, three, and swish! Yaboa! Up top, Young, cutting Mathis, right hand to Tomahawk! Bring the house down, young fella! Now over to Harper Jr., his three-pointer, yes, sir! Geo Baker for the buzzer beater, and Geo Baker nails it! Geo Baker, what a shot! Tonight, we take a look back at Rutgers versus Nebraska, January 25th at the Rack in Piscataway. Now, here's WRSU's Corey Jason and Troy DeSavino. Welcome in to another edition of Dancing in the Dark. Troy DeSavino joined alongside by Corey Jason for this one. It's a Rutgers versus Nebraska recap at the Rack, the home game for Rutgers. I'm sure if you've been following this season, this is one game that really stands out on your schedule from this past year. Obviously had a crazy finish. We'll get to that a lot later. But coming into this game, it wasn't always supposed to be so close. Rutgers actually coming into this game, minus 13-point favorite according to the Vegas line. They were perfect at the rack still. No one had beaten them. And now they're going up against a Nebraska team who at the time, 7-12 and overall and only 2-6 and in the Big Ten. One of the lesser teams in the Big Ten. Rutgers at the time ranked in the nation, number 24-25 in the nation, 14-5 overall, 5-3 in the Big Ten. Rutgers looking really good at the time. Obviously, they had two tough losses recently, and they lost at Iowa a few games back, and obviously that was a tough one. They played really, really hard against one of the best players in the country, Luca Garza at the time. And then obviously they lost a few games before that to Illinois, where they really played their hearts out, and despite putting up a great game, they just fell short, and that, that curse for not being able to win on the road seemed to start with those couple games there. But now Rutgers coming back at the rack, having a chance to play against Nebraska, a chance to really get some more momentum built, even as a team that's being ranked in the top 25 for the first time in, in decades. Rutgers with a chance to beat up on a lesser team. Uh, this game was going to be close, though. It wasn't what the Rutgers Scarlet Knights expected. Obviously, Coach Peichel had his team ready for everything. He didn't want to expect a blowout. He knew they had to fight hard every single game. But this one was going to be a crazy, wild game from start to end. Rutgers able to get up early, as you'll hear, but... It was a very, very tight game. It's a very exciting one. I remember broadcasting. It was one of the most emotional games I've had at the rack just because of how crazy um, it was start from finish. And obviously coming into this one, there was a bunch of key players for Rutgers. And coming into this game, actually, Ron Harper Jr. was the leading scorer for the team. He was averaging just under 13 points a game. Geo Baker at around 10.3. He was going to be a key player from this one. I don't want to spoil anything for you. And then Aquazi Iboa really stepping up into that spot, almost averaging around 10. It was around 9.5 points per game, and Miles Johnson also around nine points per game. So the Scarlet Knights had some really key players that were starting to really find their way that would set the pace for the for them for the rest of the season. Very exciting game to hear to come. Rutgers, like I said, minus 13-point favorite. It was going to be a tight one. Rutgers off into the time ranked 77th nationally, 9th nationally for defense, which was what they were known for. Rutgers has been known as a defensive team for a very long time, but now their offense finally stepping up in the Big Ten. And that's what's really making it come together. On the other hand, offense for Nebraska was ranked 128th nationally and on defense 155th nationally. So Rutgers, obviously the favorite coming into this one. 
Um, so it would be a question of how close it was going to be, how scary it was going to be for the Scarlet Knights. So, Corey, I want to get your thoughts. What was going through your head coming into this game, especially with the matchup we were looking at at hand? Troy, I, I have to be honest. I was expecting this team to dominate. Scarlet Knights ranked for the first time in decades. I was expecting a fire that just that just hasn't been seen on the banks in a while. They're undefeated at home. That's 13-0. Plus, Baker is back. First game without a wrap on his hand. I was expecting them to just have a brutal beatdown. Much bigger than the 79-62 game we saw back in Lincoln on January 3rd. Rutgers comes into this game ranked 24th in the nation with a 14-5 and record, while the Cornhuskers, they limp in at 7-12, and coming off of a blowout loss, 82-68, to Wisconsin. One player on Nebraska to really look out for, Thorier Thorbjarnarsson. Him and Cam Mack are two players that could really have an impact for this game. But, without further ado... Let's listen in for tip-off. Rutgers, Nebraska, from January 25th. McConnell brings to the near wing. Now for Omarui, wild pass. Johnson, alley-oop, jam. Rutgers up seven. Carter kicks it out to Geo for three, and he gets it to go. Baker, five to shoot. Baker in the corner for Mathis. Mathis for three. Yes, sir! Baker inside-out dribble. He'll pull up the three. Top of the key. Ho-ho, bang! Here's Ron Harper Jr. all the way to the rim for the slam. Baker for the open three, and he sinks it. Here's Baker, step back, three, dagger. Mathis drives baseline, floater on the way, good and a foul. Miles Johnson on the block, has it stripped, picks it back up, puts it off the glass and in. Rutgers men's basketball action here at the rack. Troy DiSavino joined alongside by Corey Jason. And again, Scarlet Knights taking on the Cornhuskers as they are ranked 24th in the nation and trying to make a case to stay that way following this game. Scarlet Knights coming into this game 14-5 on the season, 5-3 in the Big Ten under coach Steve Peichel in his fourth season. Associate coach Carl Hobbs, assistant coaches Brandon Knight and Steve Hain. And again, they're facing off against the Cornhuskers this year right now. It's been a slow season for them. Not exactly where they want to be. They're 7-12 and overall, 2-6 and in the Big Ten. They are 5-5 five and five at home, but again, that doesn't help them today. They're on the rack under assistant coaches Matt Abdelmassi, Armin Gates, Doc Dadler, and again, under head coach Fred Hoiberg, who's under his first season. Yeah, Fred Hoiberg, you know, a 10-year NBA vet, you know, played for the Pacers, Bulls, Timberwolves, has had success in almost everywhere he's gone. And, you know, this is a rebuilding process for the Cornhuskers. 7-12 and 12 on the season, 2-6 and six in the Big Ten, but they have beaten an Iowa team that the Scarlet Knights lost to in their previous game. Yeah, the Nebraska Cornhuskers, like we said earlier, it's the first season as his coach for Fred Hoiberg. All right, we just said that. And, again, it's not exactly where he would love to be, but, again, it is his first year. They are 7-12 and 12 overall, 2-6 and six in the Big Ten. Last game, they were able to get a win on the road. They lost by a large margin, 82-62, to 62 against Wisconsin despite a couple good performances by a couple of their star players uh, Deshaun Burke Jr. he had 20 points Kevin Cross had 12 points 17 points my bad 
and then Cam Mack had 14. So a few good performances there. But besides those three, it really wasn't a lot much from anyone else. No, it's it's really not. They're, they struggle. They struggle in the Big Ten. They struggle on the road. And losing to Wisconsin and not even keeping it close. This is a Wisconsin team we saw at the rack back in December right before the Seton Hall game. And Rutgers, the Scarlet were able to defeat them at the rack in a big game. And, you know, the fact that Nebraska lost by lost 82 to 68, that's not a close game, right? That's a 14-point swing right there. That is not good. And, you know, Nebraska as a team, they're, Ken, they're a, the 135th team in Ken Palm. They're down one after the Wisconsin loss. Their offense, you know, is the 128th-ranked offense efficient-wise. Defense, 155th. They're just not a a great team all around but they're consistent in you know their offensive defense not not one is a lot better than the other in all six true road games they've played this year they've lost them all and they're only averaging and they're averaging a defeat of 12 points a game they're losing by at least 12 points an average of 12 points in every road loss so that's something to look out for today so bad news for the Cornhuskers they do have to come in here into the rack on a one game uh, losing their last game uh, again they're coming into a very tough environment the good news for them the Scarlet Knights lost their last game as well, so maybe they could try to catch them on a slide. Scarlet Knights last game lost at Iowa. Tough performance for them. They lost 85-80 to despite being up with just two minutes left to play coming back from a nine-point deficit. Uh, it just wasn't enough. They were unable to hold on to that one-point lead down the stretch despite a 29-point performance from Ron Harper Jr. It just seemed to be that their star player for Iowa was just a little too much in Luka Garza. Yeah, Luka Garza had a heck of a game. But let's not discredit what the Scarlet Knights have been able to do. Jacob Young had a chance to tie the game up really late in action, missed the, missed the layup that he makes, you know, nine out of ten times. It was one of those bad misses. You know, junior captain Geo Baker really showing off his leadership skills right after that, you know, consoling him, making sure he kept his head up high. Things you love to see is the captain showing off that leadership and making sure players, you know, kind of keep their – mentality straight don't let it get too much in their head and Jacob Young is one of my key factors today for the Scarlet Knights and I think Jacob Young is poised for a comeback performance especially because he needs to reprove himself after missing up missing that big shot that could have helped them tie and potentially win that game against Iowa the importance of this game can't be said enough uh, obviously going forward the Scarlet Knights have a very tough schedule coming up uh, they actually rank among Pl Rutgers plays 10 of its t final 12 season games against opponents ranked or receiving votes. The Scarlet Knights remaining schedule ranks 10th in difficulty uh, per ESPN's PPI. So it's not going to get a lot easier for the Scarlet Knights after today. Definitely have to capitalize on a team like Nebraska. Definitely do. And I just also want to point out that Rutgers right now is the Ken Palm number 22 ranked team. After the Iowa loss, Troy, they moved up three spots. Yeah, like I said earlier, it was definitely a tough performance you know, as close as it was, you have to wonder if a couple things may have gone the other way. If the Scarlet Knights had faced them at the rack, we'd probably be looking at a team with only four losses on the season. Yeah, but then you can also take the Illinois game from a few weeks ago and throw that into that mix as well. Both of those games, Iowa and Illinois, are two games that if they were held at the rack or even at a neutral site, the Scarlet Knights could have potentially came away with the win. And that just shows how great this team really is, the fact that they can win and they can play close to these games on the road. Big Ten road wins are very hard to come by. 
and at least playing competitive is something you just you just need to have if you want to go far in this game. Yeah, I'm sure the Scarlet Knights are happy to be back here at the rack again, facing off against the Cornhuskers. You know, this this Cornhuskers team, obviously under first year head coach Fred Hoiberg, as it, as it hasn't been going great, they, they rank close to the bottom of the Big Ten. The Huskers are still averaging 72 points per game, which actually matches their highest average since the 1996-1997 uh, season for them. They've had at least four players have scored in double digits in 14 games uh, for the Cornhuskers, including five players in double digits three times. Uh, four Huskers averaged double figures in conference games. And Cam Mack, definitely the star of this team, or one of the stars in this team, leads the team in scoring with 13 apiece. Uh, while ranking 11th nationally in assists. So a couple of players on this team, the Scarlet Knights can't sleep on or else they're going to have some trouble. Certainly, and I think another thing to point out, Nebraska's not turnover prone. They, uh, they have a 13.1% turnover rate, but where they lose their games is, that, is on the glass, and we know this Rutgers team is a fantastic rebounding team. Nebraska has a minus 10.3 rebound margin. They lose that battle just about by 10 glasses every game. And I think that Rutgers, if they want to win this game commandingly, they need to focus up on the glass, work in the paint, and do what they did. When they defeated Nebraska back in early January, they won 79-62 at Nebraska. They need to do what they did then, work in the paint, forget about the three, just focus up against the glass in, it, in the basket there. And from a larger scheme, a, a more step-back view, interesting note here. Steve Peichel, he's been here for four years now. This is his fourth season. His overall record is actually 58-59 and 59 with the Scarlet Knights. A win today brings him back up to 500 despite some tough years to start. Yeah, it's just fantastic to see Coach Peichel took this program from a, a pretty dark era and has, has been able to bring them into respectability. You know, People aren't used to seeing a Rutgers team ranked in the top 25 with them at 24 and potential to either stay pad at 24 or even move up with a couple other teams having some bad losses. Just really goes to show how great of a job Coach Steve Peichel has done with this team. Back to the matchup, Saturday signals, or today I should say, signals the 14th meeting in the series dating back to 1999. The Huskers holding the advantage. They're eight and five overall against the Scarlet Knights. Uh, Rutgers, but although I will say Rutgers is three and one at home uh, since joining the Big Ten against the Huskers. So definitely a nicer place to play them here a little bit more hostile for the enemy. So I'm sure they're happy to be back here. I this, the home court advantage cannot be said enough. Uh, obviously this year they've started undefeated and they try to, they want to keep that alive. It's definitely helped them a bit of a morale booster. And it, yeah. they feel a lot more comfortable coming in here with that. Another sellout today at the rack. The student section is full. I think there's more than capacity over there. They're just spilling out into the, uh, into the stairs. The, the rest of the, the rack filling up really nicely. You see people up in the top corners, up in the benches there. It's another sellout here at the rack and buy into Scarlet Knight basketball. It's now time for your Rutgers men's basketball coaches spotlight with head men's basketball coach, Steve Peichel. All right, we're here with Coach Peichel. Coach, you know, Big game against Nebraska. How's this team feeling coming off of a tough loss to Iowa? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, we we got back. They had an NCAA day off. We flew in at 5 a.m. Uh, they went to school, and then we practiced yesterday, and we're back at it today. So I wish we had a week to prepare, only have five minutes to prepare for Nebraska. Um, you know, not not too long to even think about what happened last. We got a game today. We got to go 1-0. and Nebraska's talented. You know, they beat Iowa. We just played Iowa. I know how good Iowa is, so uh, we have our work cut out for us. 
Coach, I made such a crazy season with so much buzz around this team. How are you able to keep your guys focused one game at a time? Yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, um, you know, the guys have been pretty good, but, you know, you don't have any time, really. They got class, we got prep, and then we're on to the next game. So uh, we got to do what we do and do what we've practiced all year, be great defensively, share the game on offense, and everyone's got to be, you know, ready to play. And that's how we've kind of uh, approached all this stuff is one game at a time and believe in what we've taught from day one when, when they started practicing. Uh, how do you plan on defending the very athletic Cam Mack? I think he's like number 50 on the NBA draft board. Um, no one's really stopped him. I mean, he had 20 and 9 in his last game. He leads, you know, he's one of the best assist guys in the country. He's one of the leaders in the nation in assist. Uh, um, he's fast. Um, he and Burke are two dynamic, athletic uh, guards. Um, and they got other players around them. Cheatham that can play. I mean, they got uh, some dangerous, dangerous, you know, scorers. So, um, we have to keep him in front of us, most, you know, most importantly. And he's got to see a lot of different defenders today. You know, hopefully we wear him down a little bit. All right, Coach. Thank you. Good luck today. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Back here at the rack, starting lineups being announced as we speak. Troy DiSavino joined alongside by Corey Jason. And like I said, just moments away from tip-off. And starting lineups being announced. We're going to start with the Cornhuskers here for you. The six foot four, 180 pound junior guard, number 11, Deshaun Burke. And then the six foot five, 195 pound senior guard, Hanif Cheatham. Followed by the six foot nine, 260 pound freshman forward, Ivan Woodrayogo. And six foot six, 215 pound freshman forward, number 34, Thorir Thorjarnison. And for the Scarlet Knights, Starting at the guard, the six foot seven, 190 pound sophomore, Caleb McConnell, number 22. Followed by the six foot four, 205 pound sophomore guard, number 23, Montez Mathis. And the six foot six, 245 pound sophomore guard slash forward, today checking in as the guard, number 24, Ron Harper Jr. Followed by the six foot six, 230 pound grad student forward, number one, Akwazi Yaboa. And finally, the six foot 11, 255 pound senior center, number 15, Miles Johnson for the Scarlet Knights. The Scarlet Knights rocking the white uniforms today. The Cornhuskers in the red just moments away here. Corey, I want to get your uh, your take. What's one key to this game for the Scarlet Knights? One key to this game for the Scarlet Knights, all right? Slow down Cam Mack. Don't let him get on too many breakaways. He is a fast, athletic player, almost similar to Jacob Young in that sense, where they're both just beyond athletic. They take athleticism to another level. And if he gets on breakaways, the Scarlet Knights are going to be in for a tough time. And also, the Scarlet Knights, they knew it, they need to attack the rim, work in the paint. Rutgers, when they last matched up against, uh, against Nebraska early in January, they shot 60% from two. The Scarlet Knights need to replicate that. Forget about the perimeter. They need to focus on working in the paint. Feed Miles Johnson. Feed Ron Harper Jr. They need everybody working inside, and that's how you defeat this Nebraska team. The Scarlet Knights definitely trying to get back to that defensive personality that they loved so much last game going against such a tough opponent in Luka Garza. They had to lose that a little bit just because of the high-scoring nature of that game. Right, and just moments away now. Officials for this game, DJ Carl Carlton, uh, Edwin Young, and Bill McCarthy getting ready here. It's going to be the Scarlet Knights once again in the white uniforms. The Nebraska Cornhuskers in the red, and the crowd is ready. The student section is ready. The players look ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. 
I think everyone in this building is ready. I think everyone in Piscataway is ready. So it's going to be the Scarlet Knights going from left to right on your radio dial. The Cornhuskers going right to left as they're heading out there. Miles Johnson is going to be stepping up for the tip-off, trying to win it. Coming up for Nebraska on the tip-off is going to be Ivan Woodrayogo. Everybody's getting pumped up for this. The student section's getting into it. Everybody is jumping up and down excited. Here's the tip, and Nebraska's going to come away with it. This time, Mack now with the ball following the tip-off from Woodrayogo. Guarded by Mathis, sliding over to the right side, still be on the arc, now guarded by Harper. Dishing in towards the paint to Cheatham. It gets tipped out of bounds off his own hands. That's going to be a Scarlet Knight ball. Yeah, he fired that into the hands of Burke Jr. Burke Jr. unable to corral that. It was a fastball. Bringing the ball up now for the Scarlet Knights, Caleb McConnell stepping into that position instead of Geo Baker. Geo still coming off the bench as he's trying to get healthy. McConnell sliding over to the far side, just inside the arc, now steps back over to Yeboa and over to Harper on the near side. Thinks about a shot, instead passes it along. Over to Mathis, now McConnell on the far side corner. Stepping inside towards the paint, over to Harper. On the top, driving in, on the left elbow, step back, jump shots up. That one's no good, off the front of the rim. That's a rebound, Nebraska. Bring the ball up now, Mack. Gets past midcourt, guarded by McConnell. Sliding over to the top, steps in, over to Cheatham on the near side. Three-point shot, that one's up, that one's no good. Rebound, Rutgers. McConnell comes down with that one, moving up quickly. Pass the block R, over to Harper now. Over to Mathis on the far side. Steps inside the arc, steps back out, over to Yeboah, over to McConnell now. McConnell dishes into Miles. Tips it for a second, able to come away with it. All the way over to Harper Jr. on the far side, over to Yeboah now. Stepping inside the arc, back to Harper. Step back three, that one's up, no good. Rebound there is going to be a foul as it was an over the back. And it appears to be off of Aquazi Yeboah. Tough break there for the Scarlet Knights. Yeboah's put back from about five feet away from the rim, almost went off the glass and in. So that's going to be a Cornhuskers ball here as the inbound comes from Woodrayoga into Mack. Mack guarded by Mathis, gets past midcourt. Over to Woodrayoga. Now over to Thorpe Yarnison. Dishes it over to Burke. Burke for the step back three beyond the arc, puts it up, no good. Rebound there, Johnson. Over to McConnell now. Pass midcourt over to Mathis on the near side. That shot's for three, that one's up, that one's no good off the back of the rim. Rebound there, Yaboa. Over, gonna reset and start at the top over to McConnell now. Fresh shot clock. McConnell trying to work on his man. Drives into the right side. Puts the jumper up. That one's no good. Rebound Mathis. Mathis up. Gets a lot of contact. No foul called. Rebound Miles Johnson. Puts that one up. That one's good. First points of the game there for the Scarlet Knights. As they go up 2-0. 18 minutes left here in the first half. Cheatham now with the ball in Nebraska. Drives into the paint. Wide open lane. Dishes it out to Thorpe John Janssen. Puts up a three. That one's good. And Nebraska... Comes away with a one-point lead following that three-point shot. McConnell bringing it up past midcourt. Guarded by Burke, hands it off to Mathis. Over to Yeboah now. Into Johnson. Johnson at the left elbow. Hands it off to McConnell as he's trying to work along the baseline. A lot of contact there. Gets into Mathis inside the paint, trying to get something off the glass. That one is no good. Rebound there, Cornhuskers. Cheatham able to come away with that one as he brings it up past midcourt. In transition, trying to drive in towards the paint. Dishes it out now to Burke. Burke working along the baseline. Dishes it back out all the way to the top, over to Mack. Mack puts up a three. That one is good. Nothing but net and air. Nebraska goes up 6-2 early, 17-12. Left here in the first half. McConnell now with the ball. Hands it off to Mathis. Mathis at the top of the arc. Over to Yeboah now. One more time over to McConnell on the near side. 
McConnell driving inside the arc, and the foul's going to be called there on the floor. As that looks like it's going to be on Nebraska, and it looks like it's going to be on Cam Mack. Scarlet Knights really need to settle down. Montez Mathis, last possession for the Scarlet Knights, really quickly, as soon as they got onto their area, tried to put up a three. Inbound there from McConnell into Harper at the left elbow. Hand off to Yuboa. Drives to drive into the paint. Loses it for a second. Able to come away with it. Puts the shot up. That one's no good. Unable to get that one to fall. As that's a rebound there for Cam Mack. Mack moving up quickly now. Thinks about a shot. Instead over to Cheatham. Back to Mack now. As he's by the rack logo. Stepping back. Trying to reset here. With 15 seconds on the shot clock. Over to Thorier. And over to Mack now as he's at the top of the arc driving in. Back to Burke as he's going to drive into the right side of the paint. Dish it over to Thorier. Thorier for three. That one's good. Nebraska up 9-2. Another three-point shot going for them. Peichel calls a timeout. He's not happy with what he's seeing as Nebraska is hot from beyond the three-point arc, arc. Yeah, Rutgers right now shooting one of seven. Nebraska hit three threes. That's why they have nine points. It's a rough start for the Scarlet Knights. Yeah, Scarlet Knights down 9-2, 16-22 left to go in this first half. We're going to step aside, keep it locked here to WRSU-FM New Brunswick and online at WRSU.org. Back here at the rack, Scarlet Knights up, down right now, 9-2. Troy, did you see what I just saw? What just happened? One of the cheerleaders was doing a backflip and bulldozered over Montez Mathis, knocked him over. Is he all right? He's, he's pointing about. He's looking like what? What the heck just happened? I didn't even. He was see doing that. a couple backflips towards the uh, Scarlet Knights bench, and his legs, the back of his legs, hit Montez Mathis in the head, and they both fell over. Oh, he's still on the court, though. He's still that's on the good. court, but that, that's that's very uh, that's interesting. Not I'm sure that you, uh, I'm sure that cheerleader is not going to be too happy with with their coach. Scarlet Knights right now down 9-2, 16-22 left here in the first half. It's going to be a Scarlet Knight ball coming out of this. Nebraska has hit three straight three-point shots, and they seem to be on fire from beyond the arc. Scarlet Knights inbound here from Ron Harbor into Caleb McConnell. Guarded by Burke. Gets past midcourt. On the rack logo is McConnell. Stepping over to the right side, hands off to Yaboa, back to Mathis at the top of the arc. Steps into the right side, along the right elbow, puts it up off the glass. That one's good for two and one. He'll head to the line. Chance for a three-point play here for Montez Mathis. Yeah, I guess uh, the cheerleader knocked some sense into Montez Mathis. You know, right out of that break, Montez Mathis drove in and put it up off the glass. Maybe a little adrenaline kicked in there for Montez Mathis as he heads to the line now. You know, it's only the second shot Rutgers has made all day. They are two of nine from the field. A cold way to start off today on a cold, rainy day. Montez from the line. Shot is up, and that one's good. Able to fall there as that brings the Scarlet Knights back within four here. 16.07 left here in the first half. Nebraska leads 9-5. Inbound here into Thorier. Pass midcourt all the way. As they're going to try to reset here to Burke on the near side and slow things down. Guarded by Montez Mathis is Burke. Over to the left side trying to drive in along the baseline. Now back to Ogo. Ogo tries to drive in. A foul gets called there. It looks like on Miles Johnson before the shot goes up. Yeah, it's going to be on Miles Johnson there. Yeah, Miles Johnson, you know, didn't set his feet. He's trying to get in there, but he just couldn't get those feet planted. Inbound coming here for Easley for the Cornhuskers. Trying to find someone, a lot of pressure in there. Able to get to Thorier. Thorier tries to put it up. Instead, hands it off to Easley. Easley from beyond the arc. Puts that one up. That one's no good as finally they miss a three-point shot. Rebound, Miles Johnson. 
Over to Montez Mathis now on the far side. Montez close to the top now, over to McConnell. All the way over to Yabo on the near corner. Driving in towards the paint, spins around, trying to get a move there. Puts that one up, that one's good for two. And another and one as Yaboa will head to the line. Chance for a three-point play, bring it back within one. Yeah, Yaboa pretty good from the line, shooting 72%. This is, uh, this is what you want to see from the Scarlet Knights. You want to see them, if they go down, be able to battle back. We saw that against Iowa where they were down by 10 at one point, able to battle it back to tie it up. Shot there from Yaboa is good. Scarlet Knights now down just 9 to 8, 15.33 left in this first half. Inbound there into Burke. Burke moving quickly past midcourt. Driving right into the paint, tries to find a lane, puts that one up, no good. Rebound there, Miles Johnson. Now McConnell bringing it up quickly. Pass midcourt over to Montez Mathis, driving it along the right side. Puts up off the glass, no good. Rebound there is going to be Cheatham. Nebraska coming away with that rebound as Cheatham now moves up past midcourt. Over to Thorier. Thorier trying to drive along the left side. Back over to Cheatham as he moves in past the free throw line, able to get that layup in for two. Nebraska goes up 11-8, 15.03 left. McConnell bringing it up for the Scarlet Knights. Hands it off to Uboa. And dishes it over to Montez Mathis at the top. One more over to Ron Harper Jr. Harper now stepping up to the free throw line. Passes it back over to Uboa for a wide open three-point shot. That one's good as that ties the game up at 11 apiece. 14.40 left here in the first. Bringing it up now is Cheatham for Nebraska. Over to Easley at the top on the far side. Hand off to Burke. Burke over to Cheatham on the near side as he steps over to the near corner. Working along the baseline, steps back out. Over to Easley now, back over to Cheatham as he's going to hand it into Wodrayogo. Tries to put it up on the layup, gets blocked there at the rim as McConnell comes away with the rebound. McConnell stepping in on the right side. Dish it over to Ron Harper Jr. Moving along the baseline, step back, spin move. That one's up, no good there. Rebound, Thorier. Awful pass by McConnell, really wild. Cheatham now bringing the ball up for Nebraska. Gets tipped away and lost. Montez Mathis bringing it up for a free. Puts it up. That's good. Slams it home for two. As the Scarlet Knights go ahead by two. 13 to 11 here. 13.45 left in the first half. Thorby Arneson dishes it into Cheatham. Wide open layup. Gets blocked there, though, by Ron Harper Jr. Last second. McConnell bringing it up now quickly. Just it all the way across, wild pass. That one goes out of bounds. They should, they should recheck that one. That looked like it went off of uh, Thurbjarnarsson's hand right there. McConnell threw it wildly. Nobody in the area, but it looked like it went out off Nebraska. It was either off on Nebraska or just a very wild pass. I mean, I, I would choose to believe that McConnell wouldn't throw it where there wasn't a Scarlet Knight within five feet of the ball. Looks like they're not going to check it over regardless. Coming in now for the Scarlet Knights. Paul Mulcahy and Jacob Young, as well as Shaq Carter. Inbound coming in here, and as well as Geo Baker also checking in. Bringing it up now is Cross. Hands it off to Easley, over to Burke. Burke now stepping in at the top of the arc, step back over to Easley on the near side, puts up the three, that one is good. Nothing but net there. Again, Nebraska liking that three-point shot. Mulcahy bringing up the Scarlet Knights. Rutgers down one here, 13 minutes left to play. Baker at the top of the arc now in between the circles. Steps over to the far side. And now we'll pass it all the way across court to Young. Young thinks about a shot and now instead working on the baseline. Over to Ron Harper Jr. at the top of the arc. Stepping back. Seven seconds on the shot clock. Steps in towards the paint. 
over to Gio now on the far side three. Puts up the corner shot. That one is no good off the back of the rim and bounces out. Yeah, that's going to be a rebound for Easley. Bring up now is Cross. Over to Thorier. Thorier puts up a deep three. That one is no good. Rebound there, Jacob Young. Young moving across midcourt. At the top of the arc, trying to set some stuff up. Over to Mulcahy on the far side now, transitioning over to the near side. And back at the top, in between the circles, is Mulcahy. Over to Gio. Not a great pass. Gio able to still come away with it as he's now guarded very closely by Burke. Pick set there from Shaq. Gio with three seconds on the shot clock. Step back, puts the jumper up. That one is no good. Back of the rim. Rebound there easily. Moving quickly now is Cheatham. Cheatham puts up the layup. No good. Rebound Scarlet Knights by Gio Baker. After a nice contest there. Baker now to Jacob Young on the near side. Working on the baseline. Loses it as it slides right out of bounds. And they're going to say it's off to Jacob Young last. And that will be a Nebraska ball following this timeout. Nebraska up 14-13. 11.56 left to play here in the first half. Keep it locked at WRSU-FM New Brunswick or online at WRSU.org. Back here at the rack for Rutgers men's basketball action as they take on the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Right now, Scarlet Knights trail by one as Nebraska leads 14-13. Just under 12 minutes left to play here in the first half. Again, Troy Savino joined alongside by Corey Jason. And the Scarlet Knights found themselves down early, able to climb back into this one despite Good three-point shooting from Nebraska. Nebraska started four from eight from beyond the arc, and they really haven't cooled down too much. It's it's been a it's been a good shooting day for Nebraska. Definitely not what the Scarlet Knights wanted to deal with early on. Yeah, right now they're shooting, you know, 50% from three as a team. They're just uh, they average about 33%, so they're bound to come back down to earth. But the Scarlet Knights really need to stop the perimeter right now. Back on the floor for the Scarlet Knights. Shaq Carter, Paul Mulcahy, Jacob Young, Geo Baker, and Ron Harper Jr. And for Nebraska, it's going to be Easley, Burke Jr., uh, Kevin Cross, and then as well as Thorier, Thor Jarnison. Inbound coming here from Nebraska. Able to get it to Burke. Is Green. Burke now bringing it up on the far side, past midcourt, guarded by Young. Driving in quickly, dishes it out to Easley on the far corner, puts the shot up. That one's no good for three, as it's going to be a rebound there. A lot of contact coming there. Gonna go out of bounds, they're gonna say off Nebraska. Kevin Cross came crashing into Jacob Young. Good sportsmanship there though. He helps Young get back up to his feet. As they say, it went out on Cross. Inbound coming here for the Scarlet Knights from Carter. They're gonna call Cross on a foul right there too. Baker now bringing the ball up. Hands it off to Young. Young to Mulcahy as they slide back and forth. Over to Baker now, on the near side. Still be on the arc. Now moving to the top. Over to Young on the far side. Puts the three up. That one is good. Nothing but net there for Jacob Young as the Scarlet Knights now go up 16-14. 11-22 left to play here in the first half. That three had no arc on it. It was a straight laser into the basket. Green now with the ball for Nebraska. Over to Thorier. Now over to Easley. And one more time over to Cross for three. Puts the shot up from the top of the arc. No good there. Still rebound by Burke somehow. And it appears to be off Rutgers. And I think they're going to say it was off Paul Mulcahy. No, it's either Young or Harper Jr. right there. 24. Ron Harper Jr. Yeah, it was a push off there under the basket for the rebound. Burke's still able to come up with that rebound regardless of the foul. Yeah, he, he, he got up there real high. Inbound from Green. Over to Cross. Cross to the top of the arc. And now over to Green. 
on the rack logo. Dished it over to Easley. Bit of a bad pass, able to ring it in though. Hands off to Burke. Burke near the Rutgers logo. Now stepping up towards the top of the arc. One more time over to Thorir. Thorir puts up the three. That one's good. Nothing but net once again. Nebraska goes back up. 17-14. 10-47 left to play here. Mulcahy on the near side. Hands off to Geo. Geo on the rack logo. Slide up to the top over to Young. Young. Three-point shot. That one's up. That one's good. Once again for Jacob Young. Scarlet Knights. 19-17. 10-32 left to play here in the first half. Cross now with the ball for Nebraska. Over to Thorir. Back to Cross. Puts up a deep three-point shot. That one is going to be no good. Rebound there, Mulcahy. Mulcahy passed the Rutgers logo. Over to Yaboa. Now to Geo. Geo step back, crosses up his man, dishes it over to Mulcahy for three. Puts that one up. That one is no good. Off the back iron. Rebound here, Nebraska. Thorbjarnison now. As it's going to be over to Easley. Easley at the top. And back to Green. Green thinks about driving in, instead hands off to Easley. Over to Cross on the near side, inside the arc, puts up the two-point shot. That one's no good. Rebound Mulcahy once again. Scarlet Knights lead 19-17. Young now on the near side. Steps inside the arc, thinks about moving, instead over to Geo. Now working on the baseline. Step back towards the free throw line. One more time into the corner is Yoboa. Puts up the three. That one is no good. Off the side iron. Rebound there, Nebraska. Bring it up is Burke. Burke working on Geo. Tries to drive in towards the paint. As they're going to say, it's a foul there on Burke. It looks like he extended his elbow there, trying to find some extra room. As that will be a turnover there. And the Scarlet Knights take over. Scarlet Knights lead 19-17. Troy, you know, Nebraska is only one of their last seven from the field. They've really slowed down since their hot start. Fortunately for them, they had some nice cushioning there because of their three-point shooting early on. Okay, he passed midcourt, guarded by Easley. Now to Young. And back to Baker at the top in between the circles. Baker takes the pick set by Miles Johnson, tries to drive in. There's going to be a foul call there. As it looks like it's going to be a foul on Kevin Cross there. As that will stay a Scarlet Knight ball because of the foul. Scarlet Knights really need to, to stop getting in their head about the threes. You know, they've taken six threes already, you know, shooting 500 there. It's not where they play their game. Jacob Young now with the ball, driving in towards the left side, dishes it over to Yabo on the near side, still be on the arc. Steps back, puts up the three. That one is no good. Rebound there as it goes out of bounds, but they're going to say it went out of bounds off of a Cornhusker. That time off of Woodrayogo, it seems like, as that's what Miles Johnson indicated. And, yep, went off Woodrayogo. Scarlet Knights are so good inside that they just can't get it in their heads that they can win this game by only shooting threes. They need to get back to where they work best, inside the paint. Inbound. Was Yaboa now over to Young on the near side. Tries to make a move along the baseline. Falls down. Going to be a foul call there. Once again, good sportsmanship there from Gervais Green. As there was a foul there, and it sent Young to the floor. Able to be helped up by Green was Young. This will send Young to the line for a 1-1 one -one opportunity as they're in the bonus. First shot here, 19-17 Scarlet Knights lead. lead. Nine minutes left to play. First shot by Young. That one is good. Off the front, off the back, and then finally falls in for the first shot. Scott Knights lead 2017. Jacob Young is leading the team right now with seven points on the day. He's a, a career, he's a season 67% shooter from the free throw line. Second shot able to fall that time as well. As the Scott Knights now extend their lead to four. 21-17, nine minutes left to play here. 
Montez Mathis and Caleb McConnell both come onto the floor for the Scarlet Knights as well. In for Yaboa. And inbound coming here. Into green was from Cheatham. Bit of a press coming here from the Scarlet Knights. Over to Easley. Easley over to Green. And finally past midcourt is to Thorpe Yarnison. Back to Easley now on the far side. Tries to drive in along the paint. Puts up the shot off the glass. That one falls in from the bank. Scarlet Knights up by two, up by two, 21-19. Okay, brings it up for the Scarlet Knights past midcourt. Now on the near side beyond the arc. Tries to dish into Miles Johnson. That one gets tipped away by Easley out of bounds. That will stay Scarlet Knight ball on this side. Easily working there on the shoulder against Paul Mulcahy. He tried to just poke it out. Got a finger on it. It just went right out of bounds off the baseline. Inbound here from Mulcahy over to Jacob Young. As he slides past the free throw line, tries to drive into the paint. Dish over to Mulcahy. Great pass there. As Mulcahy once again over to McConnell now. McConnell lays it in. Wide open layup. Great pass there from Mulcahy. Two points. Scarlet Knights. 23-19. 8-16 left to play here in the first half. Thorby Arneson now for Nebraska over to Green on the near side. Green, wide open lane, tries to put it up off the glass, able to get that one to fall as that makes it a two-point game once again. Scarlet Knights lead 23-21. McConnell now with the ball. Over to Mulcahy on the near side, beyond the arc. Dishing to Miles Johnson as there's going to be a foul there. That time off of Woodrow it appears to be, for now at least, as they're going to be a timeout before he comes back for the bonus opportunity. Scarlet Knights lead 23-21. Just under eight minutes to play here in the first half as there's a timeout on the floor. Make sure to keep it locked here to WRSU FM New Brunswick or online at WRSU.org. Back here at the rack, Scarlet Knights lead by two, 23-21. 7.56 left to play here in the first half. Troy DiSavino joined alongside by my broadcast partner, Corey Jason, for the day. And Scarlet Knights able to get up by two right now despite being down early. And it's been behind a nice performance by Miles Johnson, as well as Caleb McConnell, both with eight, as well as Montez Mathis with eight. Miles Johnson actually with ten, my bad. And Jacob Young with six, Paul Mulcahy with six. So it's been a nice even scoring distribution for the Scarlet Knights early on. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a very solid day. Miles Johnson going to the line right now. Chance for a one-on-one -on -one opportunity here for Miles Johnson following that foul before the timeout. 19 of 46 from the stripe this year. That's good for a 41.3% uh, average. First shot for Miles Johnson is up, and that one unable to fall in. So no use about that opportunity right there. Rebound there was for Nebraska Thorpe Yarnison. Now over to Woodrayogo. Woodrayogo spins around in the paint, gets stuffed by Miles Johnson. No good. Spins around one more time, able to get his own rebound, was able to do that. Tries to put it up again as it goes out of bounds. Just a real scramble for that ball there. Yeah, Montez, not Montez Mathis, Miles Johnson was going up there with Udriogo, stuffed him twice, ball ended up squeaking out of bounds, and they're gonna call it off of Miles Johnson, and Nebraska gets a fresh 30 on the clock. Inbound coming here from Green. Again, Scarlet Knights lead by two. Inbound Green, over to Udriogo. Now over to Thorir. Threw back to Green on the near side beyond the arc. Steps up to the top, over to Easley. Easley on the far side now. Over to Thorpe Yarnison. Thorpe Yarnison driving to the paint. Gets stuffed by Miles Johnson there. Jacob Young now bringing it up in transition. Over to McConnell. McConnell puts it up off the glass. No good. Rebound there uh, for Nebraska. Looks like there's going to be a foul called. As that will be a chance for Caleb McConnell to head to the line. 
Yeah, it looks like they're going to get, I'm trying to see who that is. They're going to get green, I think, on that foul right there. Nice move in transition. Again, all follows from a great block from Miles Johnson. He is a menace in the paint, and once again today, he's sticking to that reputation. Two shots here for Caleb McConnell. McConnell a 74% shooter from the line. And first shot, unable to get that one to fall. As Carl Knights still lead by two, 23-21, 7-24 left to play, first half. Sure, you know, back in November, you know, after a few games are played, McConnell led the Big Ten in a free throw percentage. I'm sure he likes to get back. He's definitely the best shooter from the free throw line for the Scarlet Knights. Uh, and we saw that last game. They sent him to the line following a technical. Coach Pikele has a lot of confidence in him from the line. Second shot from McConnell. That one falls as the lead extends to three. Inbound here from Cheatham. Able to get to Burke. Burke now guarded really closely by Ron Arbor Jr. One more to Easley now getting past midcourt. On the near side. Back to Burke on the far side. Close to the rack logo in between the circles now. This time over to Wojoyogo, back over to Cheatham now. One over to Easley, at the top of the arc. Tries to hand it off to Cheatham now, able to get the handoff. Step back beyond the arc, puts up the three, that one's no good. Off the side of the iron, and that's gonna be a rebound there, Caleb McConnell. Pass midcourt. Over to Geo now, Geo driving in towards the paint, foul call there, and it's gonna be a travel on Geo Baker. Yeah, Geo, I don't know what you're thinking there. His eyes are moving towards the basket before he's able to get the ball and set his feet, so he's not even dribbling. He's just going. It's going to be an inbound coming here from Hanif Cheatham. Able to get that one back to Cam Mack. Cam Mack coming back onto the court. Again, definitely one of their better offensive players for the Cornhuskers. Mack now at the top of the arc. Picks up his dribble over to Burke now. Burke driving in towards the right side of the paint. Puts that one up. That one gets blocked. As he was no good, going to be a rebound there. Goes out of bounds before anyone can get a hold of it. And they're saying it goes out on the Scarlet Knights. Fans not happy with that one. Coach Peichel just ran out screaming. And right now, aside from the ball that definitely went out off of Nebraska, how about the fact that the, the crowd booing right now. Inbound there for Mack. Mack puts up the three-point shot quickly. No good there. Rebound Ron Harper Jr. Order McConnell now. McConnell. Picks up his dribble, steps up, takes the shot, able to get that two-point shot to fall. That's the Scarlet Knights now lead, 26-21, 6-19 left to play here in the first half. Just to finish my thought before, Burke took five steps, and they should have called the travel on him earlier too. Cheatham now, over to Wadriogo, inside the paint, spins around. On the right elbow, spins around once again, over to Easley. Easley back, resetting now, it is Mack on the rack logo, all the way on the far side, about five feet beyond the arc. 10 seconds on the shot clock, over to Wadriogo, Wadriogo slams it, able to get that one to fall. And that's for two, as he was able to take advantage of that right lane he was able to find. McConnell now with the ball for the Scarlet Knights. Over to Harper, back to McConnell. McConnell stepping up to the free throw line over to Harper now. On the far side, back to McConnell on the near side. Over to Mathis on the near corner. All the way across court over to Gio on the far corner. Now back to Harper at the top. Harper, step back, two-point shot, that one's up. That one is no good. Rebound there, Mack. And there's going to be a foul there on Caleb McConnell. Before the rebound, as I'll make it a Nebraska ball still. Yeah, right now, I, the players, Coach Peichel and the crowd are livid that the refs would call that. They're still livid that they would call that ball out on Rutgers when it went off of, clearly went off of Nebraska. Mack now bringing the ball up for the Cornhuskers. Over to Burke, back to Mack, reset at the top. 
Mack, double teamed by Mathis and Miles Johnson. Able to get that one to Wadriogo. Wadriogo wide open to Cheatham. Cheatham back over to Burke now. Burke, two-point shot. That one's up. That one's no good. Unable to get any net. Fortunate for Wadriogo came down there for a second but lost it. Caleb McConnell now bringing it up. McConnell driving it towards the paint. Over to Miles Johnson. Puts up the reverse layup. That one's good. As Scarlet Knights go 28-23, under five left to play. Mack for Nebraska with it. At the top of the arc. Over to Burke. Burke on the near side. Burke dishing the paint with Drayogo. Tipped away. Mathis comes away with it. Mathis over to Geo now. We're on the fast break. Lobs it up for an alley-oop to run over Junior. That one's good. Scarlet Knights up 30-23 as they extend to seven. Largest lead of the game. 4.41 left to play here in the first half. And the Cornhuskers call a timeout. They need to talk things over. They're not liking how it's going. Scarlet Knight fans definitely liking how this is going. What an energetic play there. Yeah, but this is uh, Rutgers right now, you know, four of their last five from the field. Nebraska, one of their last eight. That's momentum shifting numbers right there. We're going to keep it here. It's just going to be a quick time out here as Nebraska just wants to talk it over a little bit. It was a great lob pass there from Geo Baker, and that's one of the things you get from a guy who's been playing now with his, these teammates for three years. You kind of just knew where Ron Harper was going to yeah, be in that case. That Geo Harper connection. There's no alley-oop duo better, in my opinion. You know, this team is kind of, it's led by a bit of a committee. They look at these two guys, Ron Harper Jr. and Geo Baker, almost as those, those leaders who work together in a, bit of, in a bit of a way. It's always been those two with the question of who's going to be the big guy. And now this year, it's, it seems like everyone's stepping up at different times. But right there, two of the big stars connecting there and a great pass and a great slam as we're back underway. Inbound here to Burke. Burke gets past midcourt, guarded by Geo Baker. Burke over to Mack. Mack on the Rutgers R logo. Mack now stepping up towards the free throw line. Tries to get it in to his man, Kevin Cross. It's going to get tipped out of bounds, and it's going to stay Nebraska ball. They're saying it went out on a scarlet night. Yeah, Miles Johnson stuck his hands up to block it. Just went off his fingertips. Inbound coming here from Mack. Mack guarded by Mathis. Able to dish it in to Cheatham. Tries to put it up, and they're going to say there's a foul there. It seemed like a bit of a flop. A lot of head movement there from Cheatham. Yeah, they're going to get Mathis on that one. Coming on from the Scarlet Knights now is Mulcahy and Jake Young. Now they're being told they got to wait a little bit. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah, it's the Scarlet Knights' 15th foul of the day. Scarlet Knights have played relatively clean the first 15 and a half minutes. First shot for Cheatham here. That one's up. That one is good. As that makes it Scarlet Knights lead 30, 20, 30 to 24. 425 left to play here. Mulcahy and Young coming in now, subbing in for Mathis and McConnell. This is the first time Nebraska's been to the line all day. Cheatham, a 63-and-a-half uh, free-throw shooter on the season, 45-71. Second shot, able to get that one to fall as well. Scarlet Knights now lead by four. Correction, five. 30-25 for the Scarlet Knights, 421 left to play here in the first half. Baker now with the ball. At the top of the arc over to Young, and back to Baker on the far side. Over to Mulcahy as he's at the top. And now back to Baker. Baker, three-point shot. That one's up. That one's no good. Rebound there going to be for Cross. Cross bringing it up for Nebraska. Gets past midcourt quickly. Driving in towards the paint. Working on Miles Johnson. Put that one up off the glass. That one falls for two. Scarlet Knights lead 30-27. Young now with the ball. About five feet beyond the arc. Over to Mulcahy. 
Over to Baker on the far side. Still about five feet beyond the arc as he moves to the top. Over to Harper and back to Baker at the top. Now to Young, back to Baker. Baker, one more to Mulcahy. In the paint, puts up a lob, tries to get it to Miles Johnson. They're going to say it went out of bounds, and it's going to be off of Mulcahy last, it appears, as that will stay Nebraska ball now. And there's going to be a timeout here on the floor. Scarlet Knights lead 30-27, 3.38 left to play here in the first half. Make sure to keep it locked to WRSU-FM New Brunswick or online at WRSU.org. Back here at the rack, Rutgers men's basketball action. Scarlet Knights lead 30-27 to over the Nebraska Cornhuskers. And coming back on the court for the Scarlet Knights, Paul Mulcahy, Jacob Young, Geo Baker, Ron Harper Jr., and Shaq Harder now. Looks like some of the Scarlet Knights talking some stuff over between Jacob Young and Paul Mulcahy. Again, Scarlet Knights just lead by three. It's been a tight game so far. Yeah, this is Geo Baker's first game without wearing a bit of a brace and some tape on his hand. He seems to be back in full form. This is what this team needs. They were able to play well without him, but they need their they need their captain in Geo Baker back and performing well. Inbound coming here for Nebraska. It's going to be coming from Cheatham. As we're still waiting on it. And finally, we're getting ready to go underway. Cheatham trying to find someone able to get all the way to Burke. Trying for the, the full court pass as he slides out of bounds way overhead. They were trying for a quick move to get back within one. Pass was too long as Burke reels it in but slides right out of bounds with the ball. Uh, that's an interesting uh, thing, to come out of, thing to do to come out of the timeout right there to just fire it cross court. And it would have worked too if Burke didn't slide right out of bounds after getting possession. Young now bringing the ball for the Scarlet Knights. Hand off to Baker. Baker sliding towards the top in between the circles. Over to Harper Jr., back to Baker, and over to Young on the far side, back to Geo now. Over to Harper Jr. on the near side, still beyond the arc, steps in as he's looking to find someone able to get it to Mulcahy. Mulcahy slides over to the right side. Back to Baker on the left side. Six seconds on the shot clock, driving in, back to Harper. One over to Young, that's going to get tipped out of bounds. It's going to stay scrolling that ball as it went out of, t out of bounds at the time on Thorbe Yarnison. Three seconds left on the clock. The Scarlet Knights are really going to need to put up a shot quick. Inbound's going to be coming here from Mulcahy as he's going to have to find someone quick and get the shot up. Into Baker. Baker puts up a two-point, three-point shot. Unable to get that one to fall off the front of the rim. Wild shot as now the Nebraska Cornhuskers moving quickly. Able to get to Burke. Easy layup. Lays it in there for two. Scarlet Knights now lead by one. Mulcahy bringing the ball up for the Knights. Hand off to Young. Over to Baker on the near side now. Over to Young, and back to Baker on the near side. Still beyond the arc, thinks about a shot. Now over to Young on the far side. Back to Baker. Baker hesitates, back to Young on the far side. Puts up the three-point shot, that one's no good. Rebound there, and it gets tipped out of bounds before anyone can reel it in. They're gonna say it went off Mulcahy, as that will be a Cornhusker ball. Nebraska over the last minute and 40 on a 6-0 run. Scarlet Knights over the last two. Scoring drought, haven't gotten a single point. Montez Mathis as well as Aquazi Yabo and Caleb McConnell all coming on the court now with the Scarlet Knights. Mack with the ball for Nebraska, guarded by Dorson. Carter, my bad. Over to Yaboa now. And spinning around, Cheatham puts up the shot. Unable to get that one to fall, but there's going to be a foul there as he has a chance to head to the line. And they're going to say it was a foul on Aquazi Yaboa. <laughs> yeah, Dorson is, is the Shaq from last year. Yeah. Really bringing back some old names. 
Let's hope it stops there. <laughs> so two shots here for Cheatham. Second trip to the line today for Cheatham. First shot is up. That one is good. That ties it up. 30 apiece here as Nebraska and Rutgers are all tied up. 2.25 left to play here in the first half. Second shot is up. That one is good as well. Scarlet Knights now trail by one, 31 to 30. Nebraska leads. Young bringing the ball up for the Knights. In between the circles, he stops. Over to McConnell now on the far side. Back to Mathis. In between the circles, now over to Young on the right side. Back to Mathis at the top. Dishes it in to Shaq. Shaq spins it around, puts it up off the glass, gets that one to fall. And that's another two. Scarlet Knights now lead by one. Two minutes left to play here. Mack with the ball for Nebraska. Guarded closely, double team by Mathis as well as Carter. As they're going to say it's a jump ball there. And possession arrow in favor of the Scarlet Knights. As that's a turnover for Nebraska. Smart defense there by Carter and Mathis. Really to smother and then get the jump ball, which is in their favor. They really need the points late in this half because Nebraska's sticking real close with them. They need to pull away. They need to pull away fast, and they need to keep that lead. Mathis now with the ball for the Knights. Hands off to McConnell, back to Mathis on the far side. Puts up a three-point shot. That one unable to get down to fall. It's going to be a rebound, Yeboah. Yeboah back to Young as they reset. Young now driving in towards the right side. Puts up the layup. That one's able to fall off the glass. In for two. Scarlet Knights lead 34-31. 1.33 left to play here in the first half. Burke now at the top of the arc. Drives in, loses it for a second. Gets tipped out of bounds, and that's going to be off Nebraska. And that will be a Scarlet Knight ball. Scarlet Knights trying to add a little bit of a bigger cushion going into this first half. They just lead by three right now. Inbound going to be coming here from Caleb McConnell. And it gets into Young. 125 left to play here. Hands it back off to McConnell. Pass midcourt. Over to Mathis. And back to Young in between the circles. Driving over to the left side. Inside the paint now and steps back out. Back over to Young. Young puts up the two-point shot off the glass, falls in. Wide open shot there for another two. Scarlet Knights lead, 36-31. 104 left to play here. Woodrow Yogo now for Nebraska. Hands it off to Green. Green driving into the paint, dishes it out to Cheatham. Cheatham thinks about it instead, passes it back out, back out to Burke. 51 seconds left to play here in the first half. Over to Green, near corner, puts up the three-point shot. That one's no good. Rebound by Montez Mathis. Mathis bringing the ball up now for the Knights. Mathis, bad pass there. Moving quickly now in transition is Burke. Burke driving in the baseline, passes it out now to Green. Green puts up the, the layup. That one goes in, and that's for two. Fans thought there was a travel. No call there. Skull Knights now lead by three. Yeboah working on the baseline quickly. Puts up the shot. That one is good. Able to get that one to fall. It is a quasi-Yeboah. Skull Knights lead 38-33. Under 20 seconds left to play here in the first half. Nebraska trying to possess the ball for the last possession of the half. Bringing the ball up now is Burke. Burke driving in towards the left side, inside the paint, puts it up off the glass, unable to get that one to fall. Rebounded, though, is going to be Woodrayogo, now by Carter. Montez Mathis, full court shot, that one's no good as he's able to get the backboard. But Scott Knights lead 38-33 at the end of the first half. At times back and forth, fortunate for the Scott Knights, they're able to hold on to that five-point lead going into halftime. And I'm sure Pico's going to have some stuff to talk to his guys about to try to clean up this game a little bit. Yeah, you know, Nebraska started this game 
was able to get hot, you know, leading the Scarlet Knights by seven early on, nine to two. Scarlet Knights able to battle back, leading now by five, 38-33. The Scarlet Knights not looking particularly good, I would say, 15 to 34 from the field. That's good for 44%. But the number that really sticks out to me right now, three of 11 from beyond the arc. Troy, three of 11. That is horrendous. Yeah, not great. Not where they wanted to be. Fortunate for them, other pieces have been able to help them out. Again, Jacob Young having a good game. So far leads the Knights with 12 points at the end of the first half. Halftime on the banks, and even though RU has a five-point lead, they played pretty sloppy. Nebraska seems to really want to be the team to knock Rutgers off their high right now. And with how this game has gone, they could very well do so. They were up by seven earlier on, leading nine to two. And while Jacob Young is having a very solid game with 12 points at the end of the half, if Rutgers really wants to hold on to their 38-33 lead, they need to shoot better from three. Three of 11 after the first 20 is horrendous. One shot, just one, can make the difference. Can the Scarlet Knights come through? Well, We'll find out after a quick break. Rutgers 38, Nebraska 33. It's the end of the first half on our Dancing in the Dark season retrospective of Rutgers, Nebraska from January 25th on WRSU-FM, New Brunswick. Back here at the rack, Corey Jason alongside Troy DeSavino, Scarlet Knights leading Nebraska 38 to 33, the number 24 ranked team in the nation, your Rutgers Scarlet Knights, have been struggling a little bit today, wouldn't you say, Troy? Yeah, you know, it hasn't been a perfect game for them. Fortunate for them, they still lead by five, but you're right, it just hasn't looked great at times. You know, it's been not great shooting from beyond the arc. We're kind of used to seeing that at times. Fortunate for them, they're still shooting around 44% from the field. It could be a little bit higher, but it just it hasn't been the cleanest game. I think we could both agree on that. Again, lucky for them, they are. They do have this home court advantage. It's definitely helped them out so far. And Nebraska has definitely cooled off from where they were shooting at one point from beyond the arc. And they hit their first three. Now they're five from 15 from beyond the three-point arc. Skull Knights able to keep this one close. And again, they're able to have a five-point lead. But you're right, it hasn't been the cleanest game. No, and the, the rack is packed. The student section, there's not empty pine to be seen. It is spilling over into the, into the stairs, it looks like, over there. You have to blow up stuff going around there's a dinosaur with a donut around its neck are those new i've never the seen donuts, the donuts are new and you know what else is new they got they have uh they have blow up hammers because they are pounding nails as john pounding rothstein nails. would say I like there's it. a couple blow up hammers in the crowd things you love to see again rutgers leading nebraska to start the second half 38 33 nebraska will be inbounding that's wudreogo in addition to him on the court is mac Thorbe Yarnerson. Also, you have looks like Cheatham. And in the corner over there, you have Kevin Cross for the Scarlet Knights, Aquazia Boa, Montez Mathis, Miles Johnson, Ron Harper Jr., and Caleb McConnell. 20 minutes left to see who will win this Big Ten matchup. 20 minutes left until we have a winner, a loser, and we see if the Scarlet Knights can hold on to this victory. But here we go as Ujayogo 
the 6'9 freshman for Bordeaux, France, will get set to inbound on the near side. Nebraska now moving left to right. He gets it over to Mack. Mack will cross half court, moving over to the left shoulder. Mack now going. Tosses it backwards to Thorpe Yarnerson. Now over to Cheatham in the left corner. Now back to Thorpe Yarnerson. Over to Mack now. Mack top of the key. 14 on the shot clock, guarded by Yaboa. Now dancing back out a little bit. Mack now driving into the paint. Puts it over to Thorpe Yarnerson, who tries to put it up, and he is swatted away by Aquazi Yaboa. Inbounds Johnson. He tries to get over to Ron Harper Jr. Ball gets knocked loose into the hands of Cheatham. Sloppy play right there by both teams. Cheatham now has it left shoulder, now driving it in. Gets it over to Mack, right shoulder. Mack puts up the three from the shoulder, gets at the fall in, 38-36. Nebraska inching closer with 19-18 on the clock. McConnell now bringing it up slowly for the Scarlet Knights, crossing half court, guarded by Mack. He passes it over to Montez Mathis, but Burke Jr. knocks it away and out of bounds, and they're going to say that it goes off the hands of Montez Mathis. So Woodreogo will inbound over to Mack. Quick action here to start the second half. Mack now left shoulder, guarded by Mathis. Now gets it over to Woodre Ogo, top of the key. Hand off to Thorpe Yarnerson, who's driving it around the charity stripe. Looked like there was a travel. Crowd wants it. No good. Pass now. No look over to Mack. Now Mack, top of the key, driving it to the right side. Tries to put it up over to Woodre Ogo, who tries to put it in off the glass. No good. Ron Harper Jr. comes down with it. He passes it over to Montez Mathis. Mathis, left shoulder, three. Swish. Montez Mathis with the three. 41-36. As Cheatham now has it left side, he tries to put up a three to retaliate. No good. Mathis comes away with that rebound. Mathis now bringing up quick. Now to Yaboa. Yaboa left side. Now trying to drive it in a little bit. Bumping himself into the paint. Now gets in. Tries to put it in off the glass. No good. A foul on the play. Looks like they're going to get Thorpe Yarnerson on that one. Yeah, Thorier, Thorpe Yarnerson, the 6'6 junior from Reykjavik, Iceland is going to get called with the foul. Yaboa going to go to the line on the shooting foul. Scarlet Knights again leading 41-36, 18-18 on the clock. Yaboa bends the knees, fires up the first shot, rattles home. 42-36. Akwasi Yaboa has been a, a really good steady player from the free throw line all year. Again, that was something the Scarlet Knights really struggled with last year, so it's nice to have another staple guy they can trust. Yaboa bounces the ball a couple times, bends the knees, fires it up, bounces in and out, no good. Throw Bjarnerson with the rebound. Guarded by Ron Harper Jr. The ball gets knocked loose by Mathis, who came from behind. They're going to call Mathis on the foul right there, though. Good try there by Mathis. Made a little too much contact over there. Thor Bjarnerson will inbound. In the backcourt with him is Cam Mack, the 6'2 sophomore from Austin, Texas. Now with it is Burke Jr., from Orange, New Jersey. How about that? He passes it over to Mack. Mack, top of the key. Mack now driving it in, charity stripe. Now over to Burke Jr. Burke Jr. for three from the shoulder, no good. Comes down with the, re with the rebound is Ron Harper Jr. He gets it over to Mack across the half court line. Mack now driving left side jumper for two. Montez Mathis gets at the fall in, 44-36, 17-48. With it now is Mack left shoulder. Mack now top of the key, gets it over to Thorpe Yarnerson on the left shoulder again. Mack now with it, top of the key. Dancing around, fires Thorpe Yarnerson left side. Nebraska staying on that left side as Thorpe Yarnerson tries to put it up to Udre Ogo, gets the ball knocked loose. With it is Ron Harper Jr. Gets it over to Caleb McConnell, who's moving quickly across half court. McConnell steps in, tries to put it in off the glass, no good. 
Miles Johnson comes away with the rebound, passes it over to Ron Harper Jr. Left corner now for McConnell. McConnell now drives in, tries to put up a shot, gets the two to fall in, nothing but net. And I believe we get an and one on that as well. Great shot by Caleb McConnell, able to take a little contact there, finish. But you know, it all starts with Miles Johnson. He's a beast on the boards, able to really get a really tough rebound there and keep the play alive for the Scarlet Knights. And because of that, two points and a chance for three for Caleb McConnell. McConnell going for the old-fashioned three-point play. Standing at the line. Deep breath, staring down the basket, bouncing the ball a few times before he puts up the shot. That's going to fall in. With it now is Mack, gets it over to Burke Jr. Burke Jr. fouls Montez Mathis, I want to say, or they're going to call it the other way. Looks like they're going to call Mathis on the foul. Mathis didn't get a chance to set his feet in time. Off the inbound, trying to get Burke Jr. Mathis going to leave the court. Jacob Young, the transfer from Texas, will enter. With it now is Mack off the inbound from Cheatham. Mack standing on the giant block R, now moving top of the key. Now Mack driving to the left side, puts it in to Cheatham in the paint. Cheatham tries to put it in off the glass, and that falls in. 47-38, 17 minutes on the clock. Nebraska trying to stay within 10 as they're down by 9. Young with it now over to Harper Jr. Now McConnell left right side. Now to Yaboa top of the key. Yaboa driving over. Young left shoulder. Young bounce to Yaboa. Yaboa left corner. 15 on the shot clock. Yaboa bounce path McConnell. McConnell now driving into the paint. Puts up the layup. Falls in. Two for Caleb McConnell. 49-38. Rutgers goes up 11. 16-33 and ticking on the clock. Mack with it now left side. Now moving top of the key. Guarded by McConnell. Excuse me. Guarded by Young. Now Mack with it, gets it over to Cross Jr. Cross tries to put up the shot, no good for three. Comes down with it is Miles Johnson on the rebound. Gets it over to Young. Young slowing things down, top of the key. Fires over to Yaboa. Yaboa now McConnell, right side. McConnell now driving, gets it over to Johnson. Now to Yaboa. Yaboa left side two, swish. Quasi Yaboa gets that one to fall in, 51-38. 15-58 on the clock. And we're going to get a timeout. The rack is loud. The rack is letting Nebraska hear it. Nebraska had to call a timeout. They couldn't hear a thing. 51-38, 15-57 on the clock. That's the score. That's where we stand on time. We'll keep it locked here to WRSU as we step aside. Keep it locked to WRSU FM New Brunswick and online at WRSU.org. Back at the rack, Corey Jason alongside Troy DiCivino. Scarlet Knights, the 24th team ranked in the nation, lead Nebraska 51-38, 15-57 on the clock. Scarlet Knights off to a quick 13-2 run over the last 2-41. Rutgers, three of their last three from the field. The Scarlet Knights needed to start the half hot in order to pull away from Nebraska. Right now up by 13, they really need to maintain this. In attendance to today's game, Greg Schiano. Where is it? Greg Schiano is down in the left side, down here in the corner. Awesome. Down, walking around the baseline, baseline. Might be able to catch him as Cheatham will inbound for the Cornhuskers, guarded by Yaboa. Cheatham gets it over to Mack. Mack left shoulder, now to Cross. Cross crosses to the right. Hand off, but foul. He intended to hand off to Burke, but Burke is going to get fouled by Caleb McConnell. 
and the Scarlet Knights are gonna have another timeout called. But we're gonna keep this here. Troy, Scarlet Knights up by 13, 15.51 on the clock. What do they need to do? They're shooting 50% from the field. They put up a lot of shots. They put up 40 shots, they've only made 20 of them. What do the Scarlet Knights need to do to maintain this lead and pull further ahead? Well, you know, I actually really like the volume that they're shooting at right now. They got three guys in double-digit scoring, not exactly the guys we're used to seeing. It's not the normal Ron Harper Jr., Geo Baker. Right now it's a quasi a bow with 11. Uh, Jacob Young with 12 leading the team. And then Montez Mathis with 10. Montez Mathis is a real game changer. It seems like whenever he's shooting well, this team just does better. He's shooting four from nine. He started a lot slower, and recently he's really picked up a lot of this big run that we just had with the Scarlet Knights, but now they're up 13, was because of him. He was hitting a lot of great shots. He was finishing, taking contact, finishing at the rim. And again, whenever we see Montez Mathis start to shoot well, it seems like the rest of this team does well. Yeah, and then on the flip side, Nebraska, they've been pretty cold. Thorier Thorbjarnarsson has been their leading scorers since with about five minutes into the game. He is three of four from three, three of six total from the field. He's, he was having a very good start to the game, but he's kind of tallied off, and he's still Nebraska's leading scorer with nine points. He's also their leading rebounder with five. Burke leads Nebraska with five assists. Nothing's really changed there on the Cornhusker side, and really they've been moving very quick. If they want to keep up with the Scarlet Knights, they need to kind of slow down their pace a little bit and just work a little slower because the Scarlet Knights have been able to stack up with them speed-wise so far today. And a big, uh, a big thanks to that will be Jacob Young, who is probably the quickest, most athletic player on the Scarlet Knights. You know, we said it coming in, if the Scarlet Knights could contain Nebraska's top two or three guys, they'd have a really good chance of winning this game. Nebraska is very top-heavy with their players. They have three really, really, it's the three most skilled guys on their team. It's usually Cam Mack, uh, Hanif Cheatham, uh, as well as, you know, it's, it's probably Dreer. He has a lot of potential on this team. Um, and, and Burke, obviously, as well. Thorier, he's averaging a little bit less than nine, but he just has a lot of potential, and it seems like the rest of the guys on the Nebraska team think that as well. But if you take care of those guys at the top, like Burke and Mack and Cheatham, you have a really good chance to win this game by a large margin. So far, the Scarlet Knights have done that. Those guys, have none of them have over 10 points, and none of them are shooting particularly really well or having a lot of good opportunities to shoot the ball well. The defense of the Scarlet Knights has really played a big role in this game, and again, they've limited them to 38 points we are already five minutes into this, this second half. Yeah, and another thing to note, Nebraska has fouled Rutgers enough that Rutgers has been able to get 10 free throws off. Nebraska, you know, not really playing a clean game. Rutgers 7-10 from the free throw line. And then for the flip side, Nebraska is 4-4 four four as we get ready to get back into play. You have Burke Jr. to inbound, guarded by Caleb McConnell working out of the right side, right in front of the rack logo on that side of the court. Burke Jr. inbounds it over to Cheatham. Cheatham now Thor to Thorier, now over to Cross. Now Cross dances into the paint, has to put it up, gets it over to Thorbjarnarsson. Thorbjarnarsson for three, gets that one to fall home. 51-41, 10 point game now, 15-34 on the clock as Ron Harper Jr. slowly brings it up for the Scarlet Knights, he's crossing half court, guarded by Thurby Arnerson as he's dancing over to the right side, gets it over to Young. Young now driving top of the key, gets it over McConnell. McConnell left shoulder three, just a little too short as that ball falls out of bounds. And they're gonna say that's going to be Nebraska ball. 
across the inbound there for the Corn Huskers. The crowd booing a little bit. Cross gets it over to Burke Jr., the New Jersey native. Burke Jr. now moving up the left side, guarded by McConnell, crossing half court. Now top of the key. Right shoulder now, Thorpe Yarnerson, top of the key. Gets it over to Mack, left side. Mack now over to Cross. Cross driving it into the paint, tries to put it in, and it's swatted away by Miles Johnson. Caleb McConnell with it now over to Young. Young tries to put it in, off the glass, and it's a Miles Johnson slam. 53-41 with the Miles Johnson slam as Burke tries to do a quick reverse to the other side, and it's swatted away by Miles Johnson. With it now, Ron Harper Jr., top of the key. Now gets it over to Johnson. Johnson lays it in off the glass and one. Miles the monster dominating the last 30 seconds of this game. Is it, is it just me or is it getting hot in here? Miles Johnson is heating up. That's four plays in a row where he was on both sides of the court. Twice on the offensive. Wheels. Oh my gosh. Twice on the offensive board, twice on the defensive board, scoring twice. Could you ask for a better two possessions? I, I don't think you can. Miles Johnson just showed why he's one of the most dominant big men in the game as he goes to the line to shoot the and one. Staring down the basket, bouncing a couple times, bounces and puts it up. No good. Rebound goes to Cross. Cross hand off to Mack. Mack brings it up the left side, crossing half court. Slowing the game down a little bit. Now Mack over to Thurbjarnerson, right shoulder. Hand off to Easley. Easley now right side. Gets it now over to Mack, top of the key. Mack now over to Cheatham. Cheatham left shoulder, now back to Mack, same area. Mack left shoulder, dancing around, guarded by Young, trying to drive it into the paint. Tries a little no-look pass over to Cheatham. Off the glass, no good. It goes over to Yaboa. Yaboa gets it to Young. Yaboa, no-look pass. Caleb McConnell for three, a little too far to the right, no good. Rebound goes to Cross. Cross now moving quickly, driving it into the paint. Free over to the basket and lays it in. Two there for Nebraska. 55-43, 13-53 on the clock. Jacob Young now with it, left shoulder for the Scarlet Knights. Young gets it to McConnell, top of the key. McConnell fires it over to Miles Johnson in the paint. He tries to put it up, no good. Rebound is still in the air and it goes down to Cross. Cross gets it to Mack, left side. Mack crosses half court. Mack, quick three, swatted away by Miles Johnson. They're going to call a foul. Miles Johnson cannot believe it. And you know what? Neither can I because he got all ball, no hand on that one, Troy. Yeah, we'll have to see when the replay. It looks like all ball from here. I don't know. It was a lot of, it, it looked like a dominant swat. It did. I, I don't know. I don't know. Mack's going to go to the line. And yeah, they're not showing it again. They're not showing it because they know they got the call wrong. <laughs> Because Mack will shoot two. Mack puts it up. Too short, no good. Mack right now in a difficult position. He is shooting facing the student section. Student section, which I've noted many times, is packed. Mack's a great shooter, but he, he struggles from the free throw line, shooting under 60%. Mack, second shot up, and he gets that one to fall home. So as the score stands right now, 55-44, an 11-point game, 13-35 on the clock. And they're changing it. Max is going to shoot three. It looked like he was just inside the line. They're going to say he was just a, a tad out, so he's going to get the three. So Miles Johnson fouled him, and he's going to get to shoot three from the line. Missed the first one, made the second. Third one up, and that rattles out. No good. Yaboa on the rebound. Dio Baker, who's checked in. 
the junior captain will bring it up for the Scarlet Knights. Moving on the right side. Baker handoff, Yaboa. Yaboa now young, right shoulder. Now to Baker on the right shoulder again. Top of the key now over to Mulcahy. Yaboa left corner. Yaboa gets it over to Shaq Carter, who fires it over to Mulcahy, who gets it over young left side. Young right side now. Dancing over right shoulder. Shot clock at six. Young puts up a far three. Way too short, no good. Shaq Carter with a very smart play. Gets the rebound in the air. He was going to step out of bounds. Fires it down off the ankle of Cross, and that goes out of bounds. So they're going to rule that Rutgers ball. Great heads-up play by Shaq Carter. Mulcahy to inbound off the left side on the baseline. Mulcahy has to find somebody quick. Gets it over to Baker, right, right wing. Baker now driving up the baseline. Gets it over to Mulcahy, left corner. Mulcahy dances out a bit. Gets it over to Shaq Carter in the paint. Shaq Carter tries to put it in off the glass. No good. Ball bobbles out a little bit. It's going to fall out of bounds. They're going to rule that off of Shaq Carter's hands as he tried to come down with his own rebound. Cross will inbound for the Cornhuskers. Hand off to Mack. Mack guarded by Young. Young the only one giving any pressure. Moving up the left side. Cross on half court. Now gets it over to Cross. Now back to Thorbjarnerson. Right shoulder. Thorbjarnerson over to Cross. Cross now dancing into the paint. Gets it over to Cheatham. Cheatham with the reverse layup. Gets that one to fall in. 55-46, 12-36 on the clock. Young will bring it across for the Scarlet Knights. Moving down the right side. Mulcahy now. Now to Baker, left shoulder. Baker, Yaboa. Yaboa left corner three as he falls down. No good. They're going to say he gets fouled. And that's going to be a foul on Cheatham. Yaboa's going to go to the line to shoot three. Great job taking the contact there for Yaboa. Almost able to get that with a fault, too. That would be nice for a four-point play chance. But nonetheless, Yaboa, once again, a good shooter from the, from the line. Another good opportunity for the Scarlet Knights to get back over 10. Yaboa going to the line to shoot threes, looking to end the Scarlet Knights, who are looking to end their scoring drought of the last two minutes and 10 seconds for a shot up and good. So there goes that. But the Scarlet Knights are over their last four from the field. That needs to change. 56-46 is where the score stands right now. Yaboa shot two, up and good. Two of two from the line right there. Looking to make it a perfect three of three. 57-46. 12-26 on the clock. 12-26 remaining in this game. Yaboa getting his final shot up. He's got it up in the air and swish. 58 46 12 26 a quasi boa perfect three of three from that field from that free throw try scarlet knights needed that inbounding is cross gets it over to green who's checked in green now gets it over to mac mac will bring it up quickly fires it over to thurb yarnerson thurb yarnerson from the right side three knocks it down 58 49 12-14 on the clock. Paul Mulcahy for the Scarlet Knights. Brings it up, crosses half court up the right side. Hand off Ron Harper Jr. Bounce pass Montez Mathis. Top of the key now gets it over to Mulcahy. Right shoulder. Mulcahy now top of the key. Gets it over to Montez Mathis who drives right side. Gets it over to Harper. Now Baker left side. Top of the key now Mulcahy. Driving into the paint. Tries to put up a floater. Gets that one to fall in. Floater from Paul Mulcahy. 60-49. 11-50 on the clock as Mack will bring it up for the Cornhuskers. Thurby Arnerson with it now. Just to the right of the top of the key. Toby Arnerson hands off the cross. Cross now top of the key, driving into the right side. Step into the paint, tries to put it in. Off the front iron, no good. Shaq Carter fights him away for the rebound as he's moving quickly. Gets it over to Ron Harper Jr. Ron Harper Jr. to Montez Mathis. Left shoulder three, just a little too short. Ball's loose, it's going to go to Toby Arnerson on the rebound. Toby Arnerson guarded well by Shaq Carter, has to get it back over there to Mack. 
Mack now moving quickly, top of the key now. Mack guarded by Baker now, moving to the left side, and they're going to call a foul right there. And it looks like they might get Baker on that one, and they do get Geo Baker on the foul. But when we come back, 11 minutes and 13 seconds of gameplay. 60 to 49 as we step aside. Keep it locked to WRSU FM New Brunswick and online at WRSU.org. The Rutgers Scarlet Knights basketball team ranked 24th in the country, if that doesn't excite you. Troy, I don't know what will. And you know a place you can talk about that after this game? Yeah, you can call into Nightline right here on WRSU 88.7 FM. 732-932-8800. That's the number to call. Again, 732-932-8800. Call in. Give your thoughts on this team. Ranked 24th in the country. Give your thoughts on this game. Give your thoughts on last game. Give your thoughts on any game of the upcoming season. Let us know your thoughts here on Nightline. Again, 732-932-8800. That's the number to call to get onto our New Brunswick Airwaves. Now, Troy, Rutgers leading by 11, 60-49, 11-13 on the clock. They need to do better from three. Four of six team. Four of 16, that's not great. That's a lot of three points. And the Scarlet Knights, we know, aren't a great three-point shooting team. Why do you think they're focusing so much from shooting around the perimeter when they do so well in the paint? I think they just had a lot of opportunities where they felt comfortable, whether it be a lot of open shots. I think that's been the big indicator. And they, they felt like they could hit them. Obviously, when you have a wide-open shot, you feel comfortable. I, I'm okay with what they're doing. I think if you have an open shot, a good look, take the shot. This, this, the Scarlet Knight team has been better this year shooting the three, and they've had some really good runs where they've been comfortable doing that. So if, if you feel like you have a good shot, go ahead, take that. I'm pretty sure that's what Pike was saying to his guys too. Um, I'm fine with the open shot shots though. Yeah, Stephen F. Austin transfer Cam Mack will inbound for the Cornhuskers. Gets it over Thorpe Yarnerson, who fires it over to Easley. Ball loose. Easley right side recovers. Gets it over to Mack right shoulder, standing on the rack logo. Mack now dancing out. Shot clock 10. Guarded by Geo Baker. Just to the right of the key. Ball a little loose. Mack recovers. Gets it over to Cheatham for three. Not Cheatham. Green for three. Gets that one to fall in. 60-52. to 10-50 on the clock. Mulcahy now bringing it up. Mulcahy right side. Bakes the handoff to Mathis, now gets it over to Baker, top of the key. Baker lobs it over to Harper Jr. Harper Jr., top of the key, now driving into the paint, tries to put up a floater, a little too short, rebound goes to Green. Green tiptoed the baseline, kept his feet in. Green now with it again off the pass from Mack. Green now driving into the paint, puts it in off the glass, and good. 60-52, Green dominating the last 10 seconds. 10-24, Green with four points in the last 10 seconds. Yo, Baker now with it, driving it up, and he's going to get fouled going to be off of Easley, I believe. Nebraska is five of six on their last field goals. The Scarlet Knights complete opposite. They're one and seven. It's been a, two, a tale of, uh, it's been two different sides of the story for these teams as Rutgers have gotten cold and Nebraska's heated up. 15 foul for the Huskers as they get easily on that one. Mulcahy to inbound over to Baker. Baker now standing on the block R logo in the center of the court, now driving top of the key. Baker now right shoulder. Gets it over to Harper Jr., left shoulder. Now Mulcahy, same area. Mulcahy now to the top of the key. Dancing around a little bit, guarded by Thorpe Yarnerson. Shot clock at nine. He fires, and it's intercepted by Mack. Mack driving to the, to the rim. He gets fouled there by Mulcahy as he tried to put it up off the layup. And Mack able to steal that pass and tend it over there to Harper. Mulcahy able to chase him down, but fouled him. 60-54, to six-point game now. Ten minutes on the clock. Mack going to the line to shoot two. 
Things getting a little scary now. Scarlet Knights only up six. Chance to only be up four after these two shots. They got to try to get back on track and get some shots to fall. It's going to be difficult for Mac as he's facing the student section. Uh, Mac puts up the first shot, hits off the front iron, off the glass, and in. Gets that one to fall in, 60 to 55. There is a sign in the student section telling Nebraska that, they, uh, that they're not too good. That they stink. They do stink is what the sign says as Mac will shoot a second shot looking to go two or two from the line right now. 60-55 is the score again as Mac puts it up, gets that one to fall in. Four-point game, 60-56. McConnell with it now, and he'll bring it up for the Scarlet Knights. McConnell, top of the key, now left shoulder, handoff Young. Young now gets it over to Montez Mathis, top of the key. Montez Mathis guarded by Mack, gets it over to Young. Young, right side, 15 on the shot clock, gets it over to Mathis. Mathis, left shoulder, bounces it in to the left side to McConnell. McConnell, step back to Swish. 62-56, 9.33 on the clock. With it now, is easily moving quick to the rim. Gets it back to Mack. Mack puts up the three, gets that one to fall in. 62-59, 9.24 on the clock. Nebraska down three, keeping it close as Young now with it right shoulder for the Scarlet Knights. Young gets it to Johnson, top of the key, gets it to Mathis, left shoulder. Mathis now driving into the paint, gets it over to Young. Young, right shoulder, three, wide open, two short. McConnell with the rebound as he has it, top of the key, gets it over to Young. Young, right shoulder, now driving into the paint, and he's going to get fouled, or are they going to call a travel on that one? It looks like, looks they, like a foul. they're going to get easily on the foul. He got bumped, and that caused him to travel. Easily is going to get called by the foul. Easily's third foul, Cornhuskers' sixth-team foul. McConnell to inbound. Quasiaboa in, Ron Harper Jr. out. Inbounding again is McConnell, gets it over to Young. Young back to McConnell, right side. McConnell fires it over, and it's intercepted there by Green. Green has Young to beat to the basket. Jukes him out, off the glass, no good. Just a little too strong, but he's going to get fouled. They're saying Young got a piece of the arm, so Young gets called for the foul, and Green's going to go to the line to shoot two. And Nebraska is attempting to get within one. People are getting a little tense here, getting a little nervous. Nebraska, five of their last six from the field. This is not a game the Scarlet Knights can lose. Green shot up, no good. Way too short off the front rim. That was a bit of a line drive. Just fired it in. So 62-59, Green with a second shot right now, 0 of 1. Showing the replay, there was no contact by Jacob Young. Green puts up the second shot. In and out, no good. Thorpe Yarnerson with the rebound, gets it over to Easley. Back to Thorpe Yarnerson left side, now to Mack. Mack's going to reset, guarded by Young. Working on the left side now, top of the keys, Mack. Mack now guarded by McConnell, driving into the paint. Puts up a floater, in off the top of the glass, into the net. 62-61, 8-39. Jacob Young now with it on the left side for the Scarlet Knights. Moving quickly into the paint. Puts up a layup, no good. And it's going to come down to Thor, Thorier Thorbjarnarsson as he's moving up the right side. Thorbjarnarsson now, top of the key, gets it over to Green. Green now in the paint, in off the glass, falls out, no good. Johnson with the rebound. Gets it over to McConnell. 62-61 is the score. Nebraska down by one. Scarlet Knights seeing their 10-point lead dwindle away as McConnell has it top of the key. 
Gets it over to Mathis, right shoulder, guarded by Easley. Gets it now to Yaboa, right corner. Now into Johnson, into the paint. Now Jacob Young with it, ball loose. And it's going to be Ujayogo with the, with the recovery. And he's going to bring it up for the Cornhuskers. Now gets it over to Mack. Mack fires it over to Easley. Easley bumping into the paint, tries to put it in off the glass. They're going to call a foul, and it looks like they're going to get Caleb McConnell as you hear the crowd showing their displeasure to that call. Things have started to take a bad turn for this Scarlet Knight team. Opportunity for them to be down by one now. At one point, leading by 13 points. At one point, leading by 13, they've seen that dwindle down to one. On the bright side, there is seven minutes and 49 seconds as we step aside. 62-61, the Scarlet Knights do lead by one. So keep it locked here to WRSU FM New Brunswick and online at WRSU.org. Back at the rack, Corey Jason alongside Troy DiSabino. Scarlet Knights leading Nebraska 62-61, 7.49 on the clock. Nebraska on a 12-2 run over the last three minutes and six seconds. They've hit four of their last five free, uh, field goals. Scarlet Knights have seen a 13-point lead dwindle down to one. It is a nail-biter here in Piscataway. And Troy, this is a game that should not have been this close. Scarlet Knights were favored to win this game by 15. At one point, it looked like that's the way it was going to go. Now, Scarlet Knights kind of slipping away. Chance to be down right now. Now, if you're a Scarlet Knight fan, you're hoping that this timeout shifts the momentum, kind of kills what Nebraska had going for them, and the Scarlet Knights are able to regroup. Shooting two is going to be easily, Charlie Easley, the 6'2 freshman from Lincoln, Nebraska. In 12, in 15 games, he is 8 of 11, doesn't get to the line too often, but when he does, he's shooting about 73% as his first shot is up and good. Tie game here at the rack, 62-62. That just deflated all the energy here in the rack. It just got quiet. Easily second shot up and good, and for the first time since the first 10 minutes of the game, Nebraska's leading, 63-62, 746. Jacob Young with it now. Gets it over to McConnell, top of the key. McConnell guarded by Easley. McConnell now dances to the left side, gets it over to Young. Young left side. Tries to get it over to Johnson. It's going to be stolen by Green. Green now with it, bringing it up on the right side. Guarded by Young. Green now driving into the paint. Tries to put it in off the glass and gets that one to fall in. 65-62, three-point lead for Nebraska, 7.20 left. Jacob Young now with it as Coach Peichel is going to want to call a timeout to figure out what the heck is going on with his team. And you know what, Troy? Let me ask you that same question. What is going on with the Scarlet Knight team? Turnovers. Turnovers have killed them over the past four minutes. And guess what? Nebraska is really taking advantage of them. They've, I feel like they've scored every single time the Scarlet Knights have turned it over. That's the only real way you can get back into a game when you're down 13. Yeah. Nebraska on a 9-0 run over the last two minutes and seven seconds. A 16-2 run over the last 337. Five of the last six field goals were knocked down. Rutgers has three turnovers in the last two minutes, four in the last four and a half minutes, and they're in a two-minute, 17-second scoring drought. The Scarlet Knights need to be able to overcome this. They cannot lose a game like this to Nebraska because then you can kiss that ranking goodbye, and I'd be... I'd be dumbfounded if they got one again real soon because you cannot lose a home game to a bottom Big Ten team. Absolutely. They better bounce back right here. Ron Harper Jr. to inbound. Right side for the Scarlet Knights. Gets it over to McConnell. McConnell now 
Standing just off the giant block R. Gets it over to Mathis, right shoulder. Now Johnson, top of the key. Johnson, handoff McConnell. Just to the left of the top of the key. Now left shoulder. McConnell gets it over to Johnson to the left side. Johnson bumping his way in. Fires it over to Montez Mathis, but it's swatted away by Green. Green dives into the Rutgers bench, and it goes out of bounds off of him. Green has been taking over defense in this second half for the Cornhuskers. Montez Mathis inbound over to Caleb McConnell, right shoulder. Right wing now, McConnell drives over. Shot clock at three, tries to put up a two, no good. And it's going to go into the hands of Green. Green now gets it over to Mack, left side. Mack over to Thurb Yarnerson, back to Mack. Crowd getting loud, Thurb Yarnerson with it now, left side. Mack with it, top of the... Top of the key, now moving to the right side, guarded by Montez Mathis. He gets it over to Thurb Yarnerson. Thurb Yarnerson, top of the key, driving into the paint. Tries to put it in off the glass, and he gets out when the fall in. 67-62, 6.27 on the clock. Five-point game, Scarlet Knights are down. Caleb McConnell now with it. Moving to the left side, gets it over to Montez Mathis, who gets it over to Ron Harper Jr., top of the key. Ron Harper Jr. now with the top of the key, guarded by Easley. Gets it over to Miles Johnson, or tries to as it's knocked down by Easley. He gets the own rebound as Harper Jr. tries to put up a shot from the free throw line, bounces out, no good. Matt comes down with it. Scarlet Knights need to get a bucket, and they need it bad. Mack with it, Thorb Yarnison now back to Mack. Over to Thorb Yarnison, now over to Easley. Easley right side, three. No good. Miles Johnson with the rebound. Caleb McConnell now will bring it over for the Scarlet Knights on the left side. McConnell now driving. Gets it over to Montez Mathis, right corner. Montez Mathis fires over to Yaboa. Yaboa left shoulder, three. Knocks it down. A quasi Yaboa. 67-65. Scarlet Knights are down, but 5.30 on the clock as Yaquazi Yaboa gets that three to fall in. Mack with it. The rack is at their feet. Bjarnason now gets it over to Green, who gets it back to Mack at the top of the giant block R in the center of the court. Mack now with it, tries to get his pass over to Green, knocked away by Yaboa. Green does come away with it. Bjarnason now with it, right side three, no good. Montez Mathis with the rebound. Scarlet Knights slowing pace down right now as Mack will hand it over to Caleb McConnell, who will call some plays out as he's standing in the middle of the giant block R in the middle of the court. Shot clock at 15. McConnell now with it, left shoulder. Guarded by Easley. Swings it over to Yaboa. Yaboa, dead center, three, too short. Green now with it. Green had thought about a fast break to the net, but slows it down now. Right side guarded by McConnell. Gets it over to Mack. The rack is loud. The rack is on their feet, making it as difficult as possible as Mack is now left shoulder. Mack. Guarded by Harper Jr. Gets it over to Easley. Now back to Mack. Left shoulder. Mack now puts up a left shoulder three. Knocks that one down. Deflates the rack just a little bit. 70-65. Five-point game. 4-14 on the clock and ticking. Scarlet Knights are slowly running out of time as another timeout is going to be called by Coach Peichel. Nebraska on a 14-3 run over the last 5-15. And... That means they're leading the Scarlet Knights, 70-65, 4 on the clock. We're going to step aside, but keep it locked here to WRSU-FM New Brunswick and online at WRSU.org. Back at the rack, Corey Jason alongside Troy DiCivino, Scarlet Knights trailing the Nebraska Cornhuskers by 5, 70-65 the score right now. 
four minutes and ten seconds of heart-pounding basketball remaining. Right now, I can tell you what this crowd is thinking, Troy. The sky is falling because if you lose to Nebraska, you can kiss any rankings in the foreseeable future goodbye. Doesn't matter what you do, you cannot lose to a bottom Big Ten team. And quite, 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 quite frankly, they needed to win this game by a commanding margin. And that's not really how this is going. You know, fans really shouldn't be too concerned about the ranking. They should be more concerned about getting this win today. Another win in the Big Ten at home. This, if you don't get a lot of those, you got to take advantage of what you can. And right now, this is a game that they should have, but it's not looking that way right now. Yaboa to inbound, guarded by Thorpe Yarnison. Yaboa gets it over to McConnell. McConnell now top of the key, guarded by Mack. McConnell hands off to Geo Baker, who has zero points today. Baker now driving it in, free throw line area. Now gets it, fires over to Yaboa. Yaboa now into Johnson, right side. Now back to Yaboa, right side. Now gets it back to Johnson. Johnson diving into the paint, and he's going to get fouled. And question is, is it going to be a shooting foul? I think so. Ivan Udraogo from Bordeaux, France, is going to be called for the foul. They're going to call it a shooting foul. Miles Johnson going to the line to shoot, too. Not the best free throw shooter on the team, but he has made a couple clutch ones down the stretch, and he needs to make at least one of these two here. He can't throw up a goose egg right now. Johnson, first one up, and he gets that one to bank in. 66-70, four-point game. We have dipped below four minutes to go. 3.53 on the clock. Johnson, second shot attempt. Puts it up off the front rim, no good. Udrogo comes down with it and gets it over to Green. Now over to Mack, who will bring it up for the Cornhuskers, crossing half court. Again, the rack, whenever they're in that area, the Cornhuskers, the rack will get loud and try to disrupt them. Mack now, top of the key, gets it over to Thorpe Yarnerson, who fires over to Easley. Easley, top of the key, driving into the paint, tries to put up the layup, swatted away by Miles Johnson, and Yaboa comes down with it, gets it over to Geo Baker, right side. Baker now slowing the pace a little bit, right shoulder. Whistle now, and it's going to be a timeout on the floor because they didn't reset the shot clock. The shot clock was down at three, but the Scarlet Knights have had the ball for all of three seconds. So it's going to be a timeout on the floor, which I think kind of bodes better for the Scarlet Knights because they're able to talk it over a little bit and reestablish themselves as the shot clock should go to a fresh 30. Anytime Coach Pikele has a chance to talk with his guys, it's definitely a good thing. You know, take this to your advantage. Talk over what you want to do. Also, that's some extra time that they got to bring the ball up. So let's see what Pikeville has in, his, in mind. Again, down four, three and a half left. We're going into crunch time. Got to do something here. So they're going to put 23 seconds on the shot clock, 325 on the game clock. The Scarlet Knights cannot fall into the habit of shooting threes to tie this up and go ahead. They need to work on the inside, and they need to get the glasses and put it in off the glass. Yaboda inbound over to Baker. Baker now standing on the giant block R, guarded by Easley. Baker now moving right side, right shoulder. Foul on the play. That looks like they're going to get Easley on the foul. So Geo Baker fouled by Easley. Rutgers in the bonus, as is Nebraska. So Geo Baker will be going to the line to find his first points of the day. Geo Baker struggled since coming back after missing three games with a wrist injury with a thumb injury, I should say. 
He is the team's best free throw shooter at 78%. Puts the first one up, rattles out, no good, as Green comes away with it. There's a one and one there for the Scarlet Knights that Geo Baker could not take advantage of. Mack now crossing half court, and you can hear the rack getting just a lot louder. Mack top of the key, driving into the paint. Tries to put up a floater, it's gonna fall in. 72-66, and it's a six point game with under three minutes to go. McConnell now crossing half court. Scarlet Knights quickly losing time. They need to get ahead and they need to get soon. Is Geo Baker now with it? With the right shoulder three. Geo Baker, welcome back. 69-72, 240 on the clock. Mack now with it. Mack hand off to Thorpe Yarnerson, right shoulder. Thorpe Yarnerson easy now to Mack. Mack standing on the giant red block R in the center of the court, moving to the right side. Mack now fires over to Easy to throw Yarnison. Left corner three. Too deep, no good. Yaboa with the rebound. Handoff Geo Baker. Geo Baker crossing half court. Now moving left side. Baker now top of the key. Now moving right side. Tries to put up a floater off the glass. Too short. Miles Johnson fights the rebound. Gets it over to Yaboa. Left shoulder three. Knocks it down. A quasi Yaboa. The Yaboa constrictor tying this game up. 72-72. Two minutes ago, the rack is loud. The rack is loving this. And we are going to keep this here because Troy, this, this team just keeps fighting and fighting back. I think they like to see us uncomfortable. They had us down by six. Gio misses the easiest shot for him, it seems like, in his game. He's great from the free throw line. What does he do? He comes back. He keeps his head in the game. Hits probably the biggest shot of this game. One of the biggest shots of the season if they want to keep this momentum going. And what happens the next possession? Nkwasi Yaboa, the new guy, steps up once again into his role as the leader, as a, as a senior leader in this team, as a grad student. Hits the clutch three, and we're all tied up once again. Geo Baker, no stranger to big moments. And knocking down what I would call his first big shot since returning from being injured. What a way to make a statement to put this team within three. Then Yaboa to knock down the three to tie it up. Under two minutes to play, 159 to be exact. We are tied 72 all, both teams in the bonus as Mack will inbound for the Cornhuskers, guarded by Baker. Mack gets it over to Udreogo. Udreogo, top of the key. Tries to hand it off to Thorpe Yarnerson, and he does. Thorpe Yarnerson now driving left side, gets it over to Easley, gets it over to Mack, left shoulder. Mack now doesn't know what to do as he's standing left shoulder, shot clock at 10. Dri trying to drive it in, tries to put it up, and it ball's knocked loose there. Looks to be a quasi Boa who knocked it loose. Miles Johnson came down with it, and he handed it off to Geo Baker, who slowly crosses for the Scarlet Knights. Geo there, loosely guarded there by Easley. Standing in the dead center of the giant block R. Shot clock dwindling down to 10. Baker taking a lot of time off the clock. Driving into the paint. The ball's knocked loose. It's going to go out of bounds. They're going to say off of Geo Baker, who cannot believe that. It's going to be Cornhusker ball. A minute 16 to go. Looks like they're checking it now. They want to see which way it went out on. This is huge right here. Uh, 1.15 left to play. This possession gives the team a chance to go ahead with only maybe one or two possessions left in this game. Rutgers is on a 6-0 run over the last minute and eight seconds. And just another thing to note, Troy, 
if they get a jump ball, which we could definitely see as time dwindles down, that arrow is pointing in favor of the Scarlet Knights. So we could be seeing that if that ball does go in favor of Nebraska. A little bit later, we could be seeing them fight that jump ball in order to get that ball to be forced into their possession. 72-72 is where we stand right now with a minute and 16 left to go. Troy, 76, left, 76 seconds left as we're watching the replay on the big screen. Now, Troy, what are you thinking right now? I don't know. We never really get an angle from here to see it. I guess from our angle, you can't switch it, so it's going to stay Nebraska ball. I don't know. This is huge right here. They got to stop him. I say you watch for Mack, you watch for Thorier. Thorier's been great shooting today, but Mack has been on fire this second half. You got to watch those two guys. I, I, yeah, they're going to try to go a tight press here. Yeah, Thorier to Garnerson will inbound. Scarlet Knights full court press gets it over to Green now. Green guarded by McConnell. Press lets up a little bit as he crosses half court. Top of the key now gets it over to Mack standing on the giant block car. Mack now left side gets it over to Thorpe Garderson. Now back to Mack, shot clock 15. Mack top of the key, now right shoulder. Under a minute remaining. Tie game. What will happen? Mack top of the key, shot clock seven. Thorpe Garderson now with it, trying to drive into the paint. Gets it over to easy right corner, three, too deep. McConnell comes down with the rebound. 45 seconds left to play as he gets it over to Geo Baker. Geo Baker looking to take a lot of time off the clock. He crosses court with 21 seconds on the shot clock. We have under 35 seconds left to go. Scarlet Knights looking for a game winner as Caleb McConnell will call a timeout right in front of Coach Peichel with 30.7 seconds remaining, 14 seconds left on the shot clock. Anything can happen, Troy. It is a tie game. I'm at a loss for words. Nebraska in a 2 minute 38 second scoring drought. Scarlet Knights 6-0 run over the last 2 minutes and 15 seconds. What do you think Coach Peichel's telling them right now? What do you think they need to do to finish this one off? I, I, I think you got to stay calm. Stay calm, cool, collected. You know, the game is in your hands right now. You score here, you either you have a really good chance of winning this game or at least going to overtime. You don't want to walk away from this possession not scoring and leave the ball in the hands of Nebraska to end this game. Based off of how Nebraska's been shooting in the second half, you really can't do that. They've been on fire from all, po all points of the court. It's scary to watch. Yeah, it is going to be terrifying if you're a Scarlet Knight fan. If you're a Cornhusker fan, your heart is palpitating in your chest. It is beating faster and faster as the seconds melt away from the clock. Can the Scarlet Knights come away with this? And there will be nightline after the game, Troy. You know, 732-932-8800, the number to call. Call in. Tell us what happened. How are you feeling right now with 30.7 seconds left? Do the Scarlet Knights come away with it? Do they lose a heartbreaker? We want to know your thoughts on Nightline, so stay tuned after the broadcast to WRCU-FM, New Brunswick. Right now with it, though, Rutgers has the ball. 14 seconds on the shot clock. Akwazi Yaboa will inbound, guarded by Thorb Yarnerson. As we get back into action, Yaboa gets it over to Baker. Baker, standing on the giant block R, guarded by Green. Nine seconds on the shot clock. Baker now left side, now driving into the paint. Puts up a jumper for two, too short. Rebound, Yaboa. Yaboa driving into the paint. Floats it over to Baker to calm down a little bit. No shot clock. 
We have 12 seconds to go. Scarlet Knights are in a do or die situation. Geo Baker now with the top of the key. Four seconds left. Geo Baker for the buzzer beater. And Geo Baker nails it. Geo Baker, what a shot. 75, 72, 1.1 seconds remaining in this game. Oh my gosh, oh. Troy. Oh my God, the roof you, is gonna fly off this place. Are you kidding me? Geo Baker nails the two biggest shots, I'd say, of his career tonight. Forget the rest of the game for him. Two of the most clutch shots we've seen in recent history for this Rutgers team to try to keep this spot and to keep this momentum of this season going. And what did he do? He steps up, hits two clutch shots. That's why the team looks at this guy like a leader. Geo Baker took the team on his shoulders. He kept it and he made the shot. That is what you look for with your captain, Geo Baker, the heart and soul of this Scarlet Knights team. Now, Troy, let's not to get too far ahead of ourselves, though. There is 1.1 seconds remaining. Nebraska is going to have a chance to get up a last-ditch effort to at least tie it up. You can hear the crowd go wild right now with the RU chance. Do not foul. That is the most important thing right now. 1.2 seconds. The call was under review. It was confirmed. I don't know why they had to really review it. It was very obvious. Check for time. Check the time, I guess. It was a very clear three. Geo Baker from the left shoulder. What a shot there by Baker. 1.2 seconds as they just changed it. 75-72 the score. Scarlet Knights cannot foul. Nebraska, for what that's worth, can only get off a quick shot. They don't have a time to set anything up. It's going to be get the ball in and fire it off the basket and hope the chuck and a prayer goes in. And even with that, that can only tie it up. Stay calm here, Rutgers. You can't, you can't foul. Don't send a guy to the line for three shots. Make him take the hardest shot in basketball, a full court heave. They'll probably get up to around midcourt with the second left. Put some tight pressure though on the inbound. See if you can force a five-second violation. Thorpe Yarnerson to inbound, guarded by Miles Johnson. Interesting. Interesting that he's inbounding. He's been one of their best shooters today from beyond the arc. Thorpe Yarnerson to inbound. Gets it over, running out to the left side, trying to find something, gets it over to Green. Green now with it, right side, puts up the shot. And no good, the Scarlet Knights come away with the victory, 75-72, what a game. Geo Baker with the game-winning shot with under a minute and a half seconds to remain. Scarlet Knights came away with a close one that should not have been this close, but they did it, Troy. They came away with the victory. A great play by the captain later in this game. You know, the Trapezoid of Terror holds its name for a reason. The fans got into this game. They made it almost impossible for Nebraska down that last 45 seconds. Great job by the Scarlet Knights, staying tough. Obviously, it's not good when you give up a 13-point lead, but you know what? They gave it up. There's nothing they could do about it after it happened. They stayed strong. They kept their head in this game. They were down by six, and they hit two clutch three-point shots to tie the game up, followed by another clutch three-point shot by Geo Baker to take the lead with one second left in the game. What a finish. Rutgers able to hold on, barely, somehow. Rutgers up big early in the second half. Somehow that lead gets dwindled away, and Rutgers finds himself down by six. Down by six with under two and a half minutes left to play. And luckily, great rebounding, perfect shooting late in the game 
somehow able to hold on to this game all on the back of a shot that came from Geo Baker with just over one second left to play in this game. Baker solidifying himself as one of the more clutch shooters in all of college basketball from this shot, and we'll see many more shots like this later on in this season. But Geo Baker, what a shot, able to somehow find a way to hold on to this game where it seemed like, wow, Rutgers having a complete meltdown, and they were about to have a complete meltdown had Geo Baker not made that perfect shot at the exact right time. Again, not much time to spare, just over a second, practically a buzzer beater. Geo Baker makes the clutch shot of the season, in my opinion, with just over a second, the three-pointer that sends him up by three, practically sealing this game. And like I said, Rutgers up big in the start of this second half. They went on a, a tear and somehow Nebraska climbs back into it. Rutgers just went ice-cold shooting later in this second half. Luckily, their offense came back to life with just about two minutes left to play. And again, Geo Baker really sealed this game for him. Uh, without them, they would have been taking a really, really tough loss that would have definitely knocked them out of the top 25. And again, Rutgers, not what they needed, especially with the woes that they had on the road um, later that we saw in this season. So every home game was vital for this team. Uh, definitely not a game they could have been able to drop if they wanted to have their aspirations go for a great season later to come. So, Geo Baker, very clutch shot. Corey, what were your thoughts on this one? Troy, it is practically two and a half months since we did this game, and I am still buzzing. Rutgers lost a 13-point lead and found themselves down six with three minutes to play. The grit, determination, and the never-say-die attitude of this team really showed. Baker, once he crossed half-court and stood at the top of the key, he called game. He found his sweet spot and hit a dagger to send fans home happy. I remember watching the clock dwindle. The rack went silent like I've never heard. And the roar from when it was over, when that ball went in, was so loud... I couldn't hear myself or you, Troy. I, I just couldn't hear anything. It was that loud. Good teams win these types of games. Now, Rutgers, you can say, didn't play good enough to win the game, but they did. Nebraska outplayed them in, in some aspects, but Rutgers came away with the win because they're a good team. This is what good teams do, and I couldn't have been happier have had the chance to see this live. All I can say is, is wow. 75-72, your final for Rutgers, Nebraska from January 25th. Geo Baker's game-winning shot with less than a second to go. Now join us again on Monday, 6 p.m., as Dancing in the Dark rolls on at our look back at this season. It'll be episode 11 as Rutgers entertains Purdue and looks to continue its unbeaten season at the rack. Justin Santu and Raj Shah will host. Again, that's Monday night at 6. Tomorrow, though, tomorrow at 4 p.m., that's Friday, tune in for an encore presentation of Episode 4, The Penn State Game, with Justin and Jake Ostrov on the call. Now, for Troy DiSavino, I'm Corey Jason. Keep it locked to WRSU-FM, New Brunswick.